Radio, row one, seat one. I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries openly, but... I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, bitch, fuck I will, I will, I will do that. I'm going to find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like, he wasn't a bad guy as far who, as we Who said know. he was a bad guy? I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy. And I don't want to do that. To this day, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, also, we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, whatever. Fuck you. Uh, all right. Good evening, everybody. My life. There we go. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Joey Fats Radio, hosted by one Joey Vanilla Baby. I ain't no killer baby. He'll choke you. Fats. And me, Sean, as co-host, host. Have we ever figured that out, what we're going to do, if I'm co-host or host? I don't know. Co-host, host, Sean. Welcome. We have a... Crazy football-filled show for you. And if you don't want to talk about football, too bad. Not the show for you tonight. We have college football national championship game that just ended last night, crowning Michigan as the national champs. We have coaching carousel madness. Teams are just firing guys left and right. We have the Belichick situation. Nobody knows what's happening there. We have Arthur Smith getting fired. We have Jameis Winston for the Saints making his own calls at the last second to run up the score against the Falcons. Scummy? A little bit. To be honest, it's a little bit scummy on Jameis Winston's part. Um, And we have a ton of items to get into tonight. Mr. Joseph is going to get his drink, I believe. But when he comes back, we're going to be talking about all those topics. So, as always, please jump into the chat. I will be the scumbag with you in the chat tonight. I'll happily try to answer as many questions as we can. Um, if you don't want to call in, I always say, Colin, if you ask me the phone number, no clue what the phone number is. It's been 14 years. I have no idea what the phone number is. It could be 774-508-617. I have no idea what the phone number is. It's a complete mystery to me at this point. It's at the bottom of the page. 774. What does that say? 774-992-8702. That is the phone number. All right. I'll take it from here. No. I'll take it from here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I, I couldn't find my drink. Uh, because my monst- my monstrous new PC... It is pretty monstrous. ...was um, blocking it out, and I couldn't see it over there. So I had to go on a manhunt for my beverage, because you know me. If there's anybody who knows me knows that I am fueled by two things in life. Maybe three. Liquor and anger? Um, kettle one. Oh. And pre-workout. Oh, okay. Those are like the two things that fuel me in life. And then like I think a close third would be like hate. I um, said, all right, I was, two, I was two out of three. I said anger, which is hate. And I said liquor, which is kind of one. leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. Good. 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 Let the hate flow through you. Um, so, boy, uh, I think Sean covered it. We've got an absolutely jam-packed two hours uh, coming at you right here. Um, we don't have a lot of, uh, like, video stuff. We can. This week, we can. Um, 
We can, but I don't think we're going to need it because I think organically this show <laughs> is just going to fucking flow. Oh, it's, the show's going to fly tonight. We're going to be talking. It's going to be 10.30 p.m. <laughs> it's going to be 10.30 p.m. What are you giggling at? Because I can't see the comments. Uh, Mrs. Fat said, and your wife? <laughs> like, just wasn't even in top three. Oh. Fuel, no, like, anger. Hate. Yeah, anger and hate for your wife? <laughs> and, like, you know, like, yeah, no. I don't have any of those things for my wife. Except, except, I will actually tell you a very funny fucking Listen, story. Listen, I'm throwing you a lifeline right now. You're not picking up on it. I'm so, <laughs> let me let me start the show off by saying this. First of all, thank you all for joining us on another absolutely glorious episode of Joey Fats Radio. Wonderful, one seat one. wonderful pouring rain edition. It is, yeah. If we lose, if the, if the stream suddenly cuts out, it's probably because we lost fucking power because it's like, it's a fucking hurricane outside right now. Hooray. Uh, thank God it's not like 10, 15 degrees colder because we would just be absolutely cocked. Boisin. And we'd be Buddha. And <laughs> <laughs> the boysenberries taste like boysenberries. Uh, I don't know why that just reminded me of that. But anyway. Um, the So. Before we get into, and we're going to get into Bill Belichick, we're going to get into the NFL playoffs, we're going to get into the college football playoffs, I've got, and I've got a fucking list right here, Sean, mm-hmm. a list of, this is a list of why Patriots fans are fucking idiots, uh, so stay tuned for that, because we're going to get into that, and you're going to hear me do something that I, have, I, I, I absolutely fucking loathe doing, hate doing, and that's going to be sticking up for and defending Bill Belichick. Interesting. What are you giggling at over there? Because I can only imagine it's my wife in the comments. Well, no, just one. She just your wife called you a cheap bastard, and then Destry uh, said you spent five k on a PC, but not on a fucking generator. <laughs> <laughs> well, duh. Like, I mean, I lose power once every like. I don't know. I've never lost power. Knock on wood. Oh, since I lose, I lose here. power all the time. Yeah, you live in Dartmouth. It's ass in an HOA. Oof. Uh, shut the fuck up. Oof. You guys got to like... Don't out me. You got to get together and be like, hey, guys, do you want to hire some off-duty Mexicans from Home Depot to come trim these trees? Hey, I'm not that far to Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I mean... I guess. Ah, you're pretty fucking close, bro. I know. Your wife called me and my wife out on. She was like, oh, you go into like fucking sale like, look people? at the look at the fucking screen. It's screen moving. Ass. It's moving. That's craziness. Um, good, good luck to me at 11 p.m. tonight. <laughs> Sean's going to be driving home. He's going to be like, uh, Where's that Tokyo Drift song? I need that. Yeah. Do, 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 there we do, go. Do, 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 do. Just, I don't know. Tune into Paul's TikTok. <laughs> it, there's at least 10 videos on there that have that song on it. Yeah, that's true. He loves that song. Um, but no, so we'll, we'll get into a little bit of sport. Before we get into all the like the fun shit that we're going to get into, and uh, 774-992-8702, phone lines are live if you want to give us a call. Uh, we'll get into the college football thing last night, uh, Michigan National Championship. I, this first time in my life I've gone uh, over in the college football playoffs. Uh, Undefeated. Ava Lava, how are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for chiming in. Um, it, it, she's in the Bedford Guide chat. Nice, um, thank you. Appreciate you listening in. Uh, before we get into that, we'll we'll get into Bill Belichick. We'll get into my Broncos. We'll get into the NFL playoffs that are coming up, as you, you, you can tell. That is that shit is disgusting, man. I had to dig it out. I had to dig it's it out. It's in Broncos colors too. I had to dig it out. It's been too long, my but old friend. It's actually so old now that it's technically like it's a Browns colors. It's a throwback. It's, it's orange. Yeah, it's orange, baby. I am all on. I am all on. Uh, all in on and on board for 
the Joe Flacco-led Cleveland Browns going through the playoffs. Uh, but before we get to all that, right, so I'm going to lead you guys off. I'm going to hit you guys off with kind of a – this is kind of a personal story. Uh-oh. All right, this is a little bit um, – it's a little intimate. It's a little bit um, – it's a little – something I don't necessarily put out there on a regular basis, right? I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, you, you don't because oh, I, don't no. think I, I don't even think I've told you this yet. I'm going to get a live reaction. So I think it was like a week or two ago. I don't remember exactly how long ago it was. But it was – obviously, I'm doing a lot of – I do a lot of sports betting, right? So I'm I, – I, and my thing is, is parlays. And everybody knows that parlays are suckers bets, right? They, they, they don't – they don't pay off well, right? Because you, you're, you're trying to get multiple things right in a week where it's hard to get one or two things right, let alone three, four, or five. So two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I don't remember how many weeks ago, I put together a five-leg parlay. Okay. And the fifth leg of my parlay did not come through. I hit four out of five. Who was the fifth? I believe it was Jerry Judy scoring a touchdown against the Patriots. <laughs> I think it was the Christmas Eve parlay. Okay. Okay, so we're going back to that. Yeah. So Jerry Judy, I thought Jared's, you know, I, I'm like, he's going he's gonna to score. Like, he hasn't scored a touchdown all year. Primetime, Christmas Eve, playoffs on the line. It's going to happen, right? It doesn't happen. So that night, I believe it was Christmas Eve. Instead of, like, you know, plums dancing in my head and whatever, like, you know, Jerry Plums or Juicy Plums or whatever. I don't know. What, what, what's, the, what's the thing? I don't know. It's a TikTok generation. Sugar Plums. Dancing. Sugar plums. Yeah, visions of Sugar Plums dancing in my head. There was no visions of Sugar Plums dancing in my head. What I had was a vision, for some reason, of Saquon Barkley scoring a touchdown, who I did actually pick to score a touchdown that day, and he did. And... In the parlay on FanDuel in my dream. Okay, so this is in my dream now. In my dream, Saquon Barkley scores a touchdown. And that, in my dream, was the last thing that I needed to complete my parlay and win like the four or 500 bucks on the $5 bet that I had put down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a great win. That's like going to the, the, you know, the liquor store, buying a $5 scratch ticket, and you hit 500 bucks. You're like, sweet, dude. Great payout. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. But in the fine print... On that Saquon Barkley anytime touchdown that I had bet on was Saquon Barkley scores a touchdown and also no one shows their tits. What are you talking about? During this touchdown celebration. And I'm like, so I'm thinking like, okay. And in my dream, I'm watching the game and I'm like, sweet. He scores. The game ends and it says X next to Saquon Barkley scoring a touchdown and no one showing their tits. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what do you mean someone showed their tits? And in my dream, they go to the Jumbotron. And in the, on the Jumbotron is my wife just sitting there in the stands. And as Saquon Barkley scores the touchdown, the Jumbotron shows my wife, and, she, and you know my wife, she looks at it. Looks, she's looking at the camera that's on the Jumbotron, stone cold, and just goes, and just shows her titty on the Jumbotron. 
negating my parlay All because right. I have someone to- scored a touch because Saquon Barkley scored a touchdown, but because someone showed their titty, I didn't get the win. Were you gifted acid at any point? So here's the fun part. <laughs> I wake up from this dream. It's got to be like, I don't know, six, seven o'clock in the morning. I wake up from this dream. Drenched in sweat. And I wake up with like this, like uh, like a palpable anger, and I'm like legit mad at my wife, and I'm like, what the fuck? In my head, like I'm waking up like out of this dream. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Because in my dream, I was yelling at her. I'm like, why would you show your titty? You just cost me five hundred bucks. What the fuck? Like you just you just pulled your tit out. Like no emotion, no nothing. Just fuck my husband. Titty. But is she holding? Was a, is she holding the sign saying parlay? No, 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 no. She was just sitting in the stands with like a beer in one hand, and she was like, "Titty." It was like one of those, uh, like those seventeen hundred art memes. Yes, you know where, like, you know, it's like the woman. She's like stone cold, and it's like, you know, when it's two a.m. and you're trying to get that guy to take you home, and you're out of ideas, and it's just like she's like, "Tit out," <laughs> like trying to send him signals. And I remember waking up from this dream and being like, like actually mad. And like, I woke up and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why would you? And then I kind of like came to my senses. You know when you come out of that like sleep? Yes. Like that sleep, like weird chamber of like, you know, where you're breaching dreams and reality or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, all I know is that like I'm really pissed off at my wife right now because she just cost me 500 bucks in a parlay because she pulled her titty out on the jumbotron, and the only spe- the only thing stopping me from winning this was her not pull. I'm like, why would you do that? And she was just like, because. And she didn't give me an answer. She just in my dream, she just looked at me and was like, that does shrugged. Seem, that seems like Lauren though. I can picture that shrug. And I was so mad. And then it, like like the eyes close a little bit. And she's yeah. Like, hmm. And then it hit me that, like, <laughs> it was a dream. And the reason I lost my parlay was because <laughs> fucking Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy fucking suck. And I, I didn't get it. So I kind of, then I fell back asleep and I kind of started laughing. So now, whenever I bet on a parlay. Your wife is in there. And I don't hit it. I'll text my, like, Lauren will ask me, like, she, she texted me yesterday. I think it was yesterday or, or, or no, it was Sunday. She asked me, like, I went up to the kitchen. Uh, it was after the games were done, and, uh, oh, no, was, I'm sorry, it was Monday morning. Okay. She asked me Monday morning. She got, she got to work, and she texted me because I had had uh, a parlay, and the final game was, uh, the final leg of that parlay was uh, I had Stephon Diggs and Tyreek Hill both scoring a touchdown, mm-hmm. and that would have completed my, my parlay. It would have won me, like, you know, three, four hundred bucks. On a again a five ten dollar bet whatever it was I don't remember it was, it's not a lot I don't bet a lot on parlays because that's, no, that's again that's a stupid it's a long bet. shot and I said to my wife and I and she texts me she goes oh hey she goes how did your how did your bet do last night because we went to bed before the game like was even started like we we watched the uh, between the end of the four o'clock games and the beginning of the the Dolphins Bills game we decided to watch sit down and watch Chappelle's new special on Netflix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen it yet. And, dude, I was like 30 minutes into it, and I'm like falling asleep. I'm nodding off. I was hurting. Like, oh, I had, no. I was running on E from work. I was I was on fumes. I needed sleep. Yeah. 
and and I'm like, and I was so pissed at myself. I'm like, cool, fucking the one game I'm looking forward to all day. Out, and I'm fucking cooked. Like I, I and I, I couldn't even fake it. Like there was no coffee, Red Bull Monster that was going to keep me away through this game, right? Gotcha. But Laura knew I had. A the bet problem. on it. Yes. And and she knew because I said it before we went to bed. I'm like, well, hopefully, you know, whatever I wake up in the morning and my bet hits. And so we go to bed. We wake up. She leaves. She goes to work. Texts me like hour or two later as she gets to work. She goes, oh, hey. She goes, did you hit on your bet? And I said to her, no, you pulled your titty out again. Because Stefan Diggs was the only guy that didn't cash in for me. And cost me a parlay. So now in my house, every single time it, when I lose on a parlay, it's because my wife pulled her tits out. Uh, yes, the titty parlay. That's what we're going to call it now. That, yep. that That's a great. That's a titty parlay. Yeah. So, hey, how was your, how was your parlay? Titties. Sounds like, it sounds like they have. Uh... Who, who screwed you? Like, that's that's what it is. And And for once in my life, titties doesn't mean a good thing. Because yes, like nobody. Yes. In this instance with betting. Nobody yes. hates seeing titties. Unless you're at a sports game and it's unless there is a caveat in the parlay that says this guy can score a touchdown, but nobody can show their tits for any reason. And and, and then it's, and then your wife does it just to sabotage you for no reason in your dream. I, I feel like I, there's a whole part of the story that's missing of like you suffered like a severe concussion. Or you were like attacked. <laughs> Sean, I suffered several severe, severe concussions. No, in I meant on Christmas Eve. You just woke up like. The movie Inception happened to you, and you woke up being like, "It's over." <laughs> like the, the movie you hate the most. I know you it, experienced it. Was it. terrible. It was terrible, and it, it, it was. But it wasn't bad. It's just one of those things where I'm like, I can't for the life of me figure out why that was the caveat, like why that was the fine print that cost me my parlay. I, I don't. I don't know. Dreams it, don't have to make sense. It. They don't. And in this case, it doesn't. But now, every single time I lose a parlay, it's a story now. Yeah. Now, me and my wife have this like long running. Now we have this running joke because again, it happened yesterday or, or Sunday, and she's like, "Oh, did you hit your parlay? Nah, you pulled your titty out." Well, if you ever open a strip club, you have a great <laughs> idea for Sunday betting parlays, titty parlays, <laughs> titty, or we'll just call the, or, or what if we just call the strip club parlays? Now, see, I think we're onto something. I know. But Would those- you like a job? Because I can get you a job as a talent scout. Listen, my wife is in the chat. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, what What do you think she's going to be doing? <laughs> All right. Your wife is is absolutely just Could you imagine? Bo- could you imagine both of our wives being talent scouts for our, titty, our shake joint no. that we're going to open up? No. All right, girls. We got news. We're all moving to Florida in five years, and uh, we're going to open up a shake joint. I'm telling you, it's going to work. Okay, but... But with your finance background and my ability to first do first of all, I'll have you my, know I'm ability, unemployed. <laughs> and my ability to do everything else under the sun. All especially right. when it comes to judging talent. There's there's a lot of people joining the chat just screaming out titties. I, that's fine. I know. But the algorithm people, you're 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 scaring me about the algorithm. The algorithm <laughs> does not like fornicating uh, words. Sure it does. Not Facebook. Sex sells, baby. Sex sells. On Facebook, no. They're like, absolutely not. Jeffrey Epstein. Sex sells. <laughs> You're going to be on the list. We're going to make sure you have the list. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, did you see Jimmy Kimmel was on the list? Much to his chagrin. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, name came up on the second drop in the list, I guess, today. Aaron no. Ro- Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show. Just No, he says he wasn't on the list. 
chumming. Oh, really? No, he wasn't on the Who? list. Who said that? Kimmel. Kimmel said he wasn't on the list. No, Aaron said today he was on the list. Like, yeah. Because the list hasn't been, hasn't been leaked. Oh, no. The, there, there was a new drop today. And Kimmel was apparently listed in it. Uh, no, 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 no. Not, not yet. The, not not to, yet. There, there, are you sure? Yes, because I watched the whole... I sent it to us to watch because I was gonna I was gonna say let's watch that whole thing but it's six and a half minutes of Aaron Rodgers oh yeah and I love Aaron Rodgers me too don't I, get I me think, wrong but like I would still I heard I day, heard somebody I I thought I saw on Twitter that Kimmel's name did pop up on it no they're thinking it will pop up because Kimmel was shown at a at a Clinton benefit with Epstein like taking a picture and they're like they know each other so him saying they don't know each other is a lie he's like they've, mm-hmm. they've definitely met so I'll tell you this about Aaron Rodgers He's on to something. Aaron Rodgers did came up. Aaron Rodgers was very clean today. He came on and said, "Listen, I'm not saying he's 100 percent on the list." He goes, "I don't have any proof of that." He goes, he, "Jimmy Kimmel was right. I don't have proof of that." He goes, "But hopefully, he's in agreement with me that everybody on that list should be severely punished because they're all pedophiles." And then he came. He doubled down. He said, "I hope he agrees with me when the list does come out. You condemn everybody that is on that list because that's a lot of a, a lot of questionable activity for a man." convicted of heinous crimes against against humanity. So and Rogers did go with his little spiel and he goes, you know, you maybe you may call me dumb, but he goes, you went to two community colleges and you have ten writers and you read off a prompter. So he goes, Are you really that funny? Like let, let, let's be real. And then the last thing he led with, well the last thing he said before the interview ended for uh for Rogers today um was the prompter joke, but he made another another good point saying uh, oh, God, think of it, Sean. I can't think of it right now. There's so much was said. Oh, good going, bro. I'll think of it. Sorry. You bricked the layup. Fuck. Look at you. Just I can't, look at you. I really can't think of it. It was seven minutes. I'm trying to think of what he said. He did say something about like himself being like dumb or something See, like that. See, this I is why remember. I don't pay you at all. Man, fuck you. <laughs> no talent. None. Just can't even think I of did you. the open clean. I wouldn't know. I was downstairs running around searching for my drink. You can listen to it right later. There. It was a perfect open. I'm sure it was. I mean, you've been doing this long enough. I'm pretty sure you can handle the well, open. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I couldn't do the show, if I could show you guys how to like operate this side of it, I'm fairly I've, certain you could figure it out. I've thought about doing like one, like every like a one off of like just talking about like Patriots shit like that, because I think it would I think it would do okay. That's just me. If anybody wants to hear just Patriots shit for like an hour straight from a psychopath, that's me. I think we could do it. Joey Fast Radio, row one C one. What's happening? What's popping? Durant. Durant, I just want to say before before you even get a chance to say anything, congratulations on eight straight wins versus my Broncos. And congratulations on winning a second consecutive Texas Roadhouse dinner on yours truly, none other than Joey Fats. It's fucking awesome, man. Fucking more than blessed. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, you can you, tell everybody. You can't make this shit up, man. I thought I, I knew the Broncos had quit on the season. I knew we were going to fucking go out and probably lay a fucking egg. And I still said, fuck it. Ride with my boys. <laughs> I, I, I can't because you know what? I haven't had some goddamn cheddar. Uh, some uh, 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 what are you, what are the, the brown sugar biscuits. It was like cheddar beef. Yeah. What the f- from T. Rodies and. I think the last time I had them was with you. Yeah. So it's been yeah, a year. Well, we're yeah, we're definitely due, brother. Um, so we're we're gonna get that done. So you, me, Paul, we'll we'll figure out a Monday that works, or a Wednesday. Either way. Sounds good. I'll make it work. 
but uh, we'll, we'll we'll make one work and we'll get our asses out there because you know. Yeah, you know, I was just listening to your uh, Teddy story. That shit's hilarious. Um, yeah, dude, my wife, you... my, my wife keeps pulling out her tits on my parlays. I can't help. It. She keeps fucking it up. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was in one of the Bills games a while back that there was actually a bet that uh, no one would throw a dildo on the field, and someone actually did. <laughs> All right. See, that's not fair because fans yeah. from that Buffalo are betting on that game, and they can just bring the dildos in. Yeah, well, it, that was definitely a bet one time, and it definitely happened. <laughs> that's cheating. I, I mean, I think I vaguely remember that, but like, I don't even know how you could. Like, what were the odds on that? Like, they had to be like zero. I'll never forget the Kendrick Bourne, uh, Kendrick Bourne picture for the Patriots recently. He pointed. He was like. The way he pointed at it was more comical <laughs> than the this? actual dildo being thrown on the field. He was like, <laughs> like it was a person that walked onto the field. So what do you think for your Broncos, Joe? I know you said you're going to get into your Broncos at some point. Uh, wait, you guys going to wait before you, you before guys we should get do? to the Broncos. Before we get to the Broncos, we have to yeah. address the caller's main team. The Oak fuck Oakland, God damn it, Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas. AP likely not going to be coach, but apparently Mark Davis uh, said he's a, ESPN reported otherwise. Mark, a well, Mark few Davis days is back. very interested in Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, and we've seen those reports too. So what what would you rather like? Would you rather take what you do know in AP, or would you rather take? The hot consensus pick of Jim Harbaugh and bringing him back. You do remember how, how he did in It's in a very, it's a very good question. It's a very good question because you got AP. You know he's played in between the lines, knows football, knows defense. Had our defense playing better than ever, which you know you can give Patrick Graham some of that credit as well. He's the defensive coordinator, so okay, definitely got to credit him. Uh, that that was McDaniel's guy that he brought in. But uh, to answer your question, uh, you know, I'm kind of on the fence on it because if you look at Harbaugh's resume, he's won. He's won in college. He's won in the NFL. The record speaks for itself. Um, well, I mean, he's AP. I wouldn't say he knows how to lead the, the men. This wasn't even his team that he put together. Um, you know, watching every Raider game, I can say there's some some coaching things that he definitely has to clean up. Um. But, I mean, what coach doesn't? You know, to say, you know, even some of the best coaches call a perfect game every game, they don't. I, so. I just I just don't like AP. The reason I don't like AP is I don't think he's a head coach material yet. I think, you know, he allows too much of, like, the kids to, the kids to run the playground. You know what I mean? Like, installing basketball hoops, letting guys smoke cigars in the locker room after wins and losses. Like, that shit, that just seems like childlike shit. So I'm going to stop you right there and I'm going to completely disagree with you. Why? Because the culture in the Raiders locker room has been one of a losing culture for so long that you need to do a complete 180. You need a guy like AP. Yes. And AP, come in and, 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 and I, watched, I watched a 20 minute YouTube video with AP um, and he actually um, talked about that. He said, you know, that that was a that was a team thing, you know? It if it's a, and if it, the team right. decided and if you the know, team wants to do it, do it. And yes. and I, I and I'm a I'm a I'm a go Sean, I'm gonna go completely against you on this one. I okay. think I think I think AP needs to be the head coach next year. Hmm. Assuming Champ Kelly is the GM, which I think Mark Davis is going to annoy, announce that Champ Kelly will be the GM going forward. And if Champ Kelly decides that AP is the guy, then AP needs to be the guy. Because honestly, I don't want to see 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it to you like this, and I'm gonna say this once, and I'm gonna say this shit never again. The NFL is a better fucking place when the Raiders are good, and it pains me to say that because that means that there's another team in my division that is good. Now I like the Chiefs and the Raiders, uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers in the basement. I like it better when it's the Broncos and the Raiders competing for that top spot because there's Absolutely. more hate there, there's more vitriol, there's more anger, there's more like I want to fucking kill you than there is. Ah, chuck them up. Hey, whatever. Like, you know, the Chargers won. Whatever. They haven't won shit. I want that. I want that Yankees, Red Sox, Celtics, Lakers, Colts, Patriots style rivalry in the AFC West again, because that's what we need. I don't need the Chargers and their shit ass franchise and Spanos. You know, I, I don't care about him. I don't. No one gives a shit about the goddamn Chiefs. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking fraud. Whatever. See you later, bro. Take Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey with you. Bounce. Get out of here. That being said, the Raiders and the Broncos are what the AFC West is all about. That's what they're known for. And if you're going to be honest about it, the Raiders kind of own the AFC West because they are the ones. They're the first one to get three championships in the AFC West. They're the silver and black. They're the bad boys. They're the Al Davis just win, baby. It doesn't matter. They were the original cheaters before Bill Belichick, you know, made it cool. Like, they were the original ones that did it, and they did it dirty, and they did it grimy, and you love to hate it. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said about that. And there's something to be said about those uniforms, the fans, and the chucking of the D batteries, and the whole fucking nine. There's yeah, something play, to be said. And they played for AP, man. I mean, look what we did to Mahomes on Christmas Day, man. Absolutely. And that's and if you're the if you're a Raiders fan right now, your ideal scenario is Champ Kelly AP opening day 2024. Because I'm telling you right now, if it's Harbaugh. I want it to be AP. I mean, I mean, you got even Devontae Adams saying, you know, rallying for him. And, it, you know, midseason, there was, you know, rumors he might want out, this and that. You're not hearing that now with AP taking over. So, I like it, you know. I love now, it. if you go and get Harbaugh and, and Devontae wants out, then, I don't know, a lot of other guys probably want out too and – We'll be back to square one. So here's the thing with Harbaugh. Like, what did Harbaugh do in San Francisco exactly? And I'm not three NFC championships and a Super Bowl. I mean, but I'm not asking. I'm not asking this. I'm, I'm asking with this. Colin Kaepernick. Well, no. Well, in 2011, he got to an NFC championship. He got dicked down by the uh, by the Giants. Did he Eli have Smith? Out with Alex Smith. Yes, correct. 2012, they had Alex Smith. They rolled with them mm-hmm. midway or late in that season. They went to Kaepernick. They got to the Super Bowl and they got bodied by the Ravens for all intents and purposes. I know it came down to the last play, but let's be honest, the power doesn't go out and the NFL doesn't need to make that game closer for, you know, views and clicks than uh the Ravens yeah. the Ravens yeah, the Ravens run away with that one. Twenty thirteen they get to the NFC championship, they get bodied by the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And then twenty fourteen, the wheels come off the fucking bus. Kaepernick, you know, the you know the the, the coach turns back into a pumpkin when the clock hits midnight, and we never see what you would consider, I don't know if you would even consider it vintage Kaepernick because he only had, what, yeah. you know, 16 plus maybe 8, 20, 22, 24 games of, like, Colin Kaepernick, like, oh, my God, like, yeah, yeah. how do we stop this man? 
Like, and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, 2014 rolls around. Everybody's like, oh, this is how we stop this guy. Mm -hmm. He can only roll out one way, so we just make him roll out to the left. The thing that has me on the fence, Joe, is it's hard to ignore the wins and losses. It's hard to ignore. But Durant, here's the thing. He inherited an already great roster that had been built under, uh, 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 what's his name, Uh, the linebacker from the Bears, um, Singletary. Uh, Mike Singletary, yes. Singletary. He had already inherited a great roster, and the the Niners had had a great front office at that point. And all Harbaugh did, in my opinion, was come in, maximize that roster, make it good for two years, and then as soon as that ship started to tank, he bounced. He bounced. He took his first offer out of there, and he was like, Yep, I can't fix this. I ain't sticking around for a rebuild. See you the fuck later. So, to me, and this is what kills me about Michigan winning the national championship last night. I'm happy for one person and one person only that Michigan won the national championship last night. And that's, My son? No, that's our boy T, who was a former co-host on this show at its inception. Congrats, brother. It's been a long time coming for you. You know, I... I, I he was a Michigan fan? T? Yeah. Die hard. Really? Oh yeah. No shit. Big time Michigan fan. Uh he's yep. the he's literally the only person I'm happy for. Other than that, fuck Michigan. Fuck Harbaugh especially. Uh, and I can't stand the fact that he won last night because it just pisses me off that that fucking jackass is gonna get some sort of notoriety, you know, and they bring now, his dad out. Now imagine Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. We, we resign AP and Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. I mean our division is loaded with, with, with Great coaching. I mean, honestly, Andy Durant, Reed, Sean Payton, Harbaugh. Uh, Durant, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now, just so it's it, it's explicitly clear. Come opening day next year, I don't care who Harbaugh coaches for. That team is a sunk ship. They're not even getting out of the harbor. Harbaugh yeah. is not the answer. Whether it's L.A. It's the Raiders. It takes years or, to do anyway. Or whether it's potentially the Bears now are in the running for it. Well, he won the national championship. You guys now think about uh, Gruden going to the Saints. He was already in uh, the Saints minicamp this year. Listen, man. For a little bit. That's, and, not, uh, that's not a surprise. He loves you. His court case is tomorrow. He loves, I don't know if you guys knew that. He loves your boy. Gruden loves your boy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's perfect, you know. I mean, you just had the Dennis Allen situation with, you know, Jameis Winston and you know, how he doesn't have control of his players. And, yeah, all right, Man. get rid of him. Bring Gruden in. Oh, Perfect. we're, we're going we're we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about I'm Dennis gonna, Allen. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know. This is why I love X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. The Saints fans are calling for this man to be fired for several reasons. One of which culminated last night that said, we don't want a gay head coach. And, I, and first of all, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are we talking about here? And then people started posting this one video, and it's obviously it's out of context, but it just made me legit laugh. And there are so many people that were like dead serious. They're like, they're like, he's gay. We don't want him here. And I was like, what are we talking about right now? First of all, this is breaking news to me. Not that it would matter. Like, who cares if he's gay? If he's coaching the team and you're doing well, who cares? But they didn't have a great season. But I saw so much shit about this man. Like, oh, he lost the team. He doesn't have any locker room presence. He's stupid. Yeah, well, how do you guys feel about that? Oh, I think uh... I think he's a bad choice for for the state. I thought he was a bad choice when he took over. I was like, ah, he's not. He's a he's an interim guy. And now that they bring back Gruden as a 
coach and like no defined role, that doesn't smell like ownership is very like okay with him being head coach. It feels like John Gruden could take over at any moment. That's what it well, feels tomorrow's like. Tomorrow's a big day. It's Gruden versus the NFL tomorrow. It's been like two years. It's been prolonged for like two years. That's gonna be swept right under the rug. If anything, if anything's in John Gruden's favor, you'll never hear about it. You'll hear like, "Oh, John Gruden, blah 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 blah." Anyway, he's back I to don't being. Know. From that, what I'm saying, this could make like national news. Yeah, this could be a big thing. If it's, it should. Yeah, but the NFL covers up everything. Yeah, everybody knows the the NFL's got stoolies all over the place that won't. They'll just be like, eh, anyway. So, um, Russell Wilson is uh, might not be the quarterback of the Broncos next year. What do you think, Ryan Clark? I mean, they we literally had another deflate gate happen in New England to both teams. It was uh, what was it the Kansas City game? Kansas City and New England. The referees were like, "Oh, the ball's lost pressure because because it was cold, and we'd never rechecked them again." And then the NFL super swept that under the rug. What the fuck was that? I accidentally tried to type a question mark into a file. Oh, scared um, the shit yes. out of me. Uh, apparently, my new computer is very not. Yeah, I heard that too. Not friendly on that. But no. like, like the NFL loves to sweep things under the under the rug if it doesn't fit their narrative because they want a clean image. They want everything to look great. You know, they don't want conspiracy theories because if you have a conspiracy theory that makes sense, they know how some of the fan base is, so they sweep everything under the rug. So if John Gruden wins anything against the NFL. You'll never hear about it. He'll be like, yeah. oh, we welcome him back, John Gruden. It was, it was never hard feelings. It'd be this whole bullshit scheme. Here's DA's uh, somewhat questionable walk. This legitimately made me laugh last night. So, Joe, going back to my question uh, I was trying to ask earlier, um, <laughs> what do you want your Broncos to do for next year? Do you want to draft a quarterback, you think, or uh, maybe go with a vet? Kirk Cousins might be available. No, I think I, I, we got to draft. I mean, whoever we want, we're picking number 12. Whoever's available at twelve is fine. Whether what, it's quarterback, yeah, it's going to be Jaden. No, I don't think he'll fall that far. I oh, think, I think, he I will. think it's yeah, going to be the, Raid, the Raiders might move up. He's linked to Pierce. If Pierce gets the job, the Who, Raiders McDaniel's possibly Jaden McDaniel's. Uh, uh, that's the LSU kid, right? Not it's not McDaniel's, is it? What am I saying? I think it's Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking you put you Josh said, in my mind. Yeah, well, you, you said Raiders. You said Raiders. I'm already having so, flashbacks. He's Durant's Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I was reading this some ties with him and Pierce. Yeah, that's Pierce fine. You, you can have Jaden Daniels. I want Bo Nix number one. Oh, uh, or JJ McCarthy number two. Joey. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at him enough to to give my opinion. Those are yet. because those I mean, are. Pain, I mean, guys. I gave mine on Stroud last year. I said Stroud or nothing, and. Uh, Stroud was great this year. And see what he does in the playoffs. Listen, I think honestly, I I I think Stroud's. I think they're gonna. I think the Texans are gonna lose, but I don't think it's gonna be Stroud's fault. That being said, I think I think Stroud is. I was dead wrong on Stroud. Me too. I did not yeah. think Stroud was gonna be anything spectacular, and. You know, I, I said, have, yeah. Uh, honestly, nah, I was, I've never been happy. I was on it with him. I said he was. I said I wanted him or nothing. In the I've draft. never been happy to be proven wrong by somebody because that kid, that kid is a down to earth, humble, just an easy kid to root for. Yeah, I was right about a lot of things this year. I said the Browns would make the playoffs. I said the Bucks wouldn't be that bad. Um, I, I was definitely right on a few things this year. I said the Broncos would win about eight or nine games. Um, the only thing I was really wrong about was the Patriots, and that's usually my bread. You spot. and I were dead wrong on the Patriots Oof. this year. Oof. Both of us got the Patriots wrong. I think I'm going to nail the Super Bowl. Yeah. I nailed that I was, preseason. You know, I, I was on the fence with them, but I felt like they definitely could have been like third or last. I didn't think they were 
up there with Miami or uh, or Buffalo. No, no, I still had Buffalo winning the division, and they did. They ended up did winning the division. No, no joke. But I, I just I didn't I didn't think the Patriots were going to be as bad as they were, or even in this position. But yeah, they sneakily got the two seed, and now they're going to get an easy no, matchup. With no, Pittsburgh no, we have with no TJ Watt. We have the so. th- oh oh, you're talking about the playoff seeding? Okay, I'm sorry, I thought you meant like the yeah yeah seating. no, they got the two. So I mean yeah, they they kind of you know they were kind of up and down all year, and they sneakily got that two seed and got a nice matchup in the first round. I don't know. They might struggle against Pittsburgh. I, 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 this this Buffalo team. No TJ Watt. That's a wash. They're going to throttle them. That's yeah. not even going to be close. Trust brother. me, the, the the Buffalo Bills almost lo- almost got swept by the Patriots, who had no nah, fucking offensive they, talent. They're going to win this one pretty easily. I, hey, they, you're right. They should. They should. But what I've seen of Buffalo this year is they're very Jekyll and Hyde this After year. After that, then yeah, I mean I'm with look you because you know they could lose to Miami. Or look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen in the second round. They Baltimore won the game against Chiefs. Miami, but Josh Allen tried his hardest to give that game to Miami. Three undefendable turnovers. Indefensible. No, no, undefendable. Undefendable. Because oh, I know. He, he's he's wild, man. I he mean, he's this era is Brett Favre, in my opinion. Oh, no, he's worse than Brett Favre with turnovers. Way worse. It's not gunslinger. He's, he's just stupid. He does stupid turnovers, and he never learns from them because he figures, Yeah, Brett oh, Favre Josh is the Allen. same way. He has the most, the most interceptions of all time. Destry, it was three turnovers for Josh Allen the last game. Three. It wasn't two. Three interceptions, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yes. And it was horrible. Like, two of them were in the end zone interceptions. Another one was just fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Remember Josh Allen on opening day versus the Jets? That was atrocious. Yeah, he was dog shit. J- Josh Allen is like, I don't know. Like, if he didn't have digs, he'd be fucking out of the league. I'm, yeah, I, no, I'm dead I mean, serious you when know, I say that. You might that. be onto something with, you know, because I know you've never been sold on Josh Allen. So no, just because be he's always that, been... Know? Like before he got digs, he's still top ten. Whether you, you know. he's top ten, I think because of digs. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. The one thing, all right, I'm gonna tell you a cool no, he stat. He did it without digs too, though. I'm gonna he tell went you to a cool stat without digs. No, 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 he didn't. Absolutely not. They they were not good before digs. When they got digs, his career took off. When when those two joined together, before no, they were that, good, but they weren't spectacular. He was mediocre. He was run of the mill. Yeah, he was still a turnover machine. Yeah, he was like he was like. But then he had those like two years where he wasn't a turnover machine. Now he's back to a turnover machine. One thing I can't unremember with him is that playoff game where he was just running wild and then he just threw the ball backwards. Do you guys remember that yes. play? Yeah, against the Texans. He does shit like that all the time. <laughs> that was. Uh, Here's, I don't know if he just lost the ball. Or, no, he's just a fucking psycho. I was, I was going back a few years ago, but I think he, that was against uh, the Texans. I can't unremember that play. That was. Uh, was that for him versus Deshaun? Was it wildcard weekend like 2019? Maybe. Here's a wild stat about Josh Allen: He's never had back-to-back games in his career without a turnover. Never. And yet here he is, playing deep into January every year. Yep, as the two seed. He's 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 an insane man. I mean, listen, I called it. I said that Buffalo was going to go into Miami and beat Miami because Miami's fraud. They're they're fraudulent. Oh, I, I was praying yeah, Miami yeah, Miami's would win. Miami's not there yet. Yeah, I, I picked I picked Buffalo to 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 beat them. In fantasy, they're two, all three banged up ago. too right now. They got all kinds of guys out. They're yeah, they're banged guys. up. But even if they were even if they were 100 healthy, they're not beating Buffalo. As soon as Jacksonville lost, and the Buffalo Buffalo Bills made the playoffs, I was so pissed. Immediately, I was in a bad mood. I was like, first of all, how do the how do the Jaguars get this bad down the stretch? And and that organization has turned Trevor Lawrence. Maybe one of the most surefire, absolute can't miss quarterback prospects of all time into a clown down there. 
I don't know. I mean, they looked good last year. They made it to the second round. They came back from 27 nothing against the Chargers in the playoff game. I mean... I don't know. I, no, this this year they they've killed Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence suffers like from another Mac Jones type incident where it's like all in his head now, and he and he just everything he does is just doesn't make sense. Like you watch him and he yeah. looks and he looks frazzled every time he's he's back there in the pocket, and it's and it's so bad that teams do that to quarterbacks. But just my opinion, I think I think Buffalo and Miami are just getting washed no matter what. Like I think both of them are just trash this year. And they don't deserve anything. Like Miami, the the, the track team has like half their players out again as well because they have no defensive players. They're just signing guys like Bruce Irvin off the off the trash heap to come in and play in the playoffs. Yeah, they, I think I saw that today. Yeah. And then and then I'm sorry. It's just another thing. If if you if you can stop Tua, if all, I'm sorry, not stop Tua. If you can stop Tyreek, Tua's dead. That's a hundred percent the game plan every week. If yeah, you stop Tyreek, you know, it's over. And, and you know me, I'm a huge supporter. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent of the pineapple prince. But it's without Tyreek. I think Buffalo's got him figured out. I think they got him figured out. Well, they're a division team too. I mean, Big, yeah. yeah, definitely. But whatever, we'll get we'll get into all that after. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. All right, wait. Cool stat. I'm going to say, and I'm going to keep Durant on the phone for a second. See if you can figure this out. Calvin Johnson, mm-hmm. single season record holder for for uh, uh, yards. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 1964. I yes. think it is. Yep. Cooper Cup, last triple crown crown winner. Yep. Puka Nakua, single season rookie record for most yards by by a uh, receiving rookie. Yeah. What, what's the common denominator? Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Guy does not get enough praise. Got any more brain busters for us? I know, but the guy gets, does not get enough praise. Like, look at what he's done in his career. Yeah. And if, I got if, them being the Lions in the first round. If, oh, Bethany's watching. Hi, Bethany. Wow, Bethany. I think this is the first time Bethany's jumped in the show in like like two years. For um, a long time. Yeah, I got the Rams winning that first round matchup, though. No, I'm just Lions. saying, if, if Matthew Stafford never got drafted to Detroit, if he went to a major market team, a New York team, uh, a New England, uh, a Cowboy, literally a anywhere else except Detroit, because there's two be places household name. There's two places quarterbacks go to die: Detroit and Cleveland. Yes, com- out look of at Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun Watson. They want that dude out already. Yeah, all the all the fans in Cleveland are like, let's just get rid of Watson and keep Flacco. Fans have already turned on Watson so fast in Cleveland. They're like, get this fucking guy out of here. He's he's a rapist. Now they've, they used to defend him. Now they're like, nope, he's a rapist. Get rid nah, of him. They're going to have to go with Watson next year. All the money's in Of course they are. Uh, Flacco yeah. said he's going back to the couch after this. Of course he is. He's 39 years old. He's yeah. like, I'm all set after this, bro. But, it's it, dude, it's going to be wild. Dude. I'm so looking forward to this weekend's games. And uh, But you're right. Matthew Stafford is one of the more underrated, more prolific passers that we've had the privilege of witnessing for the last decade, and I don't think a lot of, enough people give him the credit and the praise that he deserves. We do because we watch the games. Mm. We don't just watch the Patriots and the Broncos. We watch all 32 teams. Yep, we absolutely. know, or, or in your case, well, as much as Raiders. possible. Holy shit! We watch all. Hey, of one it. last thing before I go too. Um, it was real close on a whole division making the the playoffs this year. Bengals went 9-8. and eight. If Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt, they possibly win a 10th game, and you see that whole division make the playoffs. Yeah. But where does that 10th game come from, though? That would be the key. Um, because if it came... The, if Chiefs, it came, game, the Chiefs game that they that they almost beat okay, with Browning. Yeah, there you go. That would have to be it, because if it, if it came from anybody within the division, 
They could throw that yeah, whole I'm thing. Yeah, I'm sure off. there was other games they could have. Sure, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, was. like you said, we're within the division. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, who's to say that if Joe Burrow's healthy, they don't just go out and beat the brakes off the Steelers twice and like? I, I, I'm kind of happy to see the Bengals steal one from the Ravens. It. That team needs to be humbled because even after the loss, they were like, "Yo, we're better than all these teams." Jamar Chase immediately comes out and says, "I want money." Like, like right after the loss of being eliminated, he's like, "I need to get paid this offseason. It's like, dude, why don't you hold, why don't you hold off? Like, like you're self centered asshole. That's a new era of doing things, dude. Hate it. I don't. I don't. Can't love stand it. it. I I'm almost borderline glad to see them see the downfall. But Durant, um, thanks for the call, bud. We'll. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Thanks for the call. We'll be uh, we'll be talking we'll be we'll be talking soon. I'll be uh, I'll be in touch. We'll, this, we'll we gotta time, figure out we gotta figure out a night to go to roadies this time next week. Harbaugh will be the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. No, nah, I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be AP. I think it's going to be AP. If the Raiders are smart, it'll be AP. I think it comes down to money. Because you don't got to give up the bag to get AP. I know. But and Mark Davis. Josh McDaniels still. Yeah. I don't, Mark, I Davis, don't, I, Mark Davis likes flashy. He does. He does. Mark Davis likes yeah, flashy it's, it's and scary. Mark Davis likes It's really scary, man. I'm not going to lie. It's real scary. <laughs> Love I, it. I tried warning everybody about, about fucking Dick McGee. All right, boys. Thanks for the Take call, care, guys. Appreciate All right, it. Durant. Later. Thanks, buddy. Last night, I made the joke about speaking about McDaniels, and it said Bill Belichick would seriously consider bringing Josh McDaniels back. Immediately, I was like, I don't want Belichick anymore. Get rid of him. No, please. Thank you. I'm all set ever seeing Josh McDaniels come back like, into it. Oh, no. Thank you, please. Like, right, Rabel was fired. I was like, I'd call it Bill. You serious about Josh? He's like, yeah, I'm serious. All right, you're gone. <laughs> I'm going right to Vrabel. Forget hey, it. Screw this. No, I'm all set. I'm all um, set with Josh McDaniels. Ever coming back again. 774-992-8702. If you want to give us a call. Um, let's get into a little bit of the... Natty? Do we want to do the Natty C? We should do the Natty. That's, that, I gotta that's get... huge news. Well, all right. We, we'll do that. Then we're going to do the, the Belichick shit. Oh, we could do Belichick first if you want, because we kind of yeah. Let me do the let me do the Belichick thing first, because this is because it, it just you know how much it pisses me the fuck off to have to sit here and defend whether it's Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, or anybody within the Patriots organization against the legions of moronic yeah. idiot fans that populate this area. Yeah. It's been bad around here. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been really bad, like like insufferable. Sean, I can promise you, it's been this bad for the last 20 years. You've just been on the fun side of it. Yeah, that's why I was enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, well, and, I'm and winning, like, so I don't care. Like, well, I don't really give a shit what everybody says because we're fucking winning. To be fair, I, I had fun this season. I watched every game. Every play for the Patriots, and everyone's like, oh, everyone quitting this team. I'm like, nah, fucking like. No, you, you didn't. Did. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All you fucking losers that didn't know shit about Dick, who couldn't who couldn't tell you who David Givens is, is Whiz. or was. Whiz. <laughs> Whiz. Was it. All, all, you, all you fraudulent fans that have no fucking idea, you know, what the, you know, the 2003... Patriots Miami game in September or October, uh, you know the significance of that game had, had anything to do with it. You, you. You don't fucking know. Me watching that game, <laughs> I was like, "How is this happening? We're getting throttled right now by Miami." No, that was when uh, that was when uh, Sammy uh, called the uh, they 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 fucked up the the coin toss. And oh, the, the overtime one. Yeah, 
Yeah, the overtime one. I thought you were talking about the game when we got throttled by Miami and they were garbage. No, 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 no. What was that, 04? No, I'm talking about 03. That was 03, the, the, the Sammy, um, what's his fucking last name? He ended up playing for the Patriots like the, the next season. Yeah. Whatever. I was going to say Sammy Davis. Not he was a cornerback. Yes. Captain, cornerback. God damn it. See, now you Sam Madison. Sam Madison. Thank you. And Brady's like, Sammy, you heard it. And he was like, I didn't hear shit. And the Dolphins go three and out. Very next possession. Brady, boom, over the top. I believe it was Troy, Troy Brown. Brown. It was Troy Brown. And like 80-yard bomb. Game over. They win in Miami. 0-3. And that was what, week four? That was week four, four because we were in September playing in Miami. And that's when the guys would get like dead ass by the fourth quarter. I think it was October. Of that year. It could have been like the week five. It could have been early, but it was early in the season. It was, it was very yeah, yeah, early. Yeah, sure. Because I remember I was on my way home from a paintball tournament in Maine. I thought you were going to refer to the game that the Miami Dolphins throttled us with like, you know, that unbelievable bullshit. I remember being in the car with my buddy Tom Buckley. Shout out if you're listening. And I remember being in the car and we were listening to the radio. And it was like, oh, the Patriots win in overtime. And he looked at me. He goes, holy fucking shit. We won in Miami? Like, because it was like a. It was a big deal at that we point. Never went, even now, we never went in Miami. It's like so difficult for this team to go up there and play. Also, shout out to anybody that ever knows Joey. He will say your entire fucking name. Oh, sure. <laughs> that was week seven. But it was still early. That's still early in the season. October dude. 19th. That's early in the season. That yeah, was close to Halloween. I was with my friend, Samuel Jefferson Madison, and we were doing it. And the guy's like, dude, we haven't talked in like a decade. What do you say my whole name for? <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's let's get into this whole. I, I want to address some shit. Yes, you address it first, and I'll react. Because the amount <sighs> this is going to fucking piss me off. So you're you're going to talk about everyone knows the Belichick's the getting. amount of self loathing that I have seen out of Patriots fans in the last. I'm going to say year. But it really came to a head after this loss of the Jets in the snow at home on Sunday. Where you had the majority of Patriot Nation, which I don't even accept as a thing because you're it's all not. a bunch of fucking frauds. It's not a thing. You're all the same fucking losers that root for the Red Sox and the Bruins and the Celtics when it's convenient. And then as soon as it's not, you're like, well, I mean, I've been a Cowboys fan my whole real life, you know. I was always a big, uh, you know, I was always a big, you know, uh, I was always, I was always a big Atlanta Hawks fan, you know, because they're cool now. Uh, or you know, I, you know, I, you know, I really, like, I, 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 I really, I, you know, I really, really like the uh, Colorado Avalanche, you know, as a hockey team. You know, fuck you. This is this is a supreme fuck you to everybody in New England again, as usual, because I can't fucking stand you, and you're all fucking dumb. The amount of people that have come out in the last couple of days, and I've gotten into it in a couple of threads, and I'm not calling anybody out by name, only because I <laughs> are don't. Are you sure? Only because I don't remember exactly what their names are. Well, you tried sending me one, and I was like, I think that guy has me blocked. I don't know. But no, that, that was is. Phil. Phil's a, a follower of the show. It was his post, but it was within his post. Okay, okay. okay. That there was people that I I'm not even friends see it. with. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. And I'm like, you. Fucking dumb fucks. I'm it's like, crazy opinions. You have no... The amount of people that have no fucking idea what they're talking about when it comes to sports is absolutely fucking asinine to me. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's incredible. I know this shit. 
I'm not fucking Albert Einstein. I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm just a guy who hosts a fucking podcast. And you, why the fuck do I know about more about why do I know more about Patriots football than you people that claim to be lifelong fans do? Why is that, Sean? Um, I think because we just happen to be natural fans and we understand. I already knew the answer. That was rhetorical. Thank you very much. No, shut the hell up. I think we're just very good fans, and we could figure it out on most teams, to be honest with you. Even if we're not fans of that team. Like, if you ask me a hypothetical of the Dallas Cowboys, I'm not a Dallas Cowboys every game fan, but I know enough about the Cowboys to give you a logical answer that should make sense, whether you're a a Cowboys diehard or not. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you mean. But you live and breathe in this area. You hear the people in this area. They talk about the team. You hear about the team. You see the team more than an average non-fan in another state would. But why could I do this if it was in Pittsburgh or Philly or Detroit or Vegas or Kansas City or wherever? I could do this anywhere. And again, I'm not a fucking genius. People just don't care enough, I don't think. Precisely. They don't care enough. And which, in which case, that renders your opinion relatively fucking useless. So, to the people that want Bill Belichick fired, in the worst way, you're dumb as fuck. You are the, you are the dumbest of the dumb, and I am not afraid to tell you. I'm going to look right into the fucking camera and tell you this. You are fucking dumb. Shame on you. Go back to school Learn something, read a book, I don't know, whatever it is you're going to do, definitely don't procreate. Fuck you. That being said, the next level of people that everybody came out because that, you know, it came out that uh, at Bill's press conference on Monday, I believe it was, mm-hmm. where he said, oh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to stepping down from the GM role. And just focusing on coaching and letting someone else take over the general manager role. And everybody's going, oh, yeah, great. And the biggest cliche in this area, there there are two false narratives that stick with the New England Patriots for some reason. Number one. Tom Brady took pay cuts to benefit the team. Never true. We've debunked that a thousand times on this show. It's not true. He never took a pay cut. It never happened. Can't do it. If you think that, you're fucking stupid. You're not even dumb. I'm not even trying to be polite about it. It's illegal. You're dumb. You're you're just you're you shouldn't probably have a license to operate a motor vehicle if you believe Tom Brady took pay cuts. To benefit the New England Patriots. Number two, Bill Belichick, the GM, has handcuffed the Patriots. And those are the two biggest lies that may have, have ever been told in Boston sports lore. Yes. Now, number one, we've already done. Okay, Tom Brady's never taken a fucking pay cut. Again, if you think that, just shut the fuck up. I don't even need to talk to you. Yeah, nothing time, Honestly, nothing place. don't approach me. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I, I will literally make you suck my dick while I'm pissing because you're that fucking insignificant. The a little second heavy there one, on that one. <laughs> maybe that was a little aggressive. But <laughs> yeah, very aggressive. The second one, Bill Belichick is a bad GM. Sean, I have a list of Patriots draft picks right here. Let's From 
2001 to, I believe it was 2019 was all I got up to because uh, I didn't have more time to go past that. Okay. Okay. So for those of you that believe that Bill Belichick is a bad GM, and what do people always talk about with Bill Belichick, right? They're like, oh, his first round picks, they suck. He never gets first round picks to stick and he can't draft wide receivers. First of all, who gives a fuck about wide receivers? Seriously. But well, we've had several very good ones. Okay, who's who are the who are the top five wide receivers in the league right now? Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Amon St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay, all right, let's go with those five. Yeah, three out of the five are in the playoffs. Yes. Okay, um, two out of those three are getting eliminated week one, and then the uh, best, wild card weekend. The best from last year is even top five right now. Cooper. Cooper Cup. Yeah. Triple Cow winner. Yeah. And he's not even in the conversation. Too injured. Okay, so there's it's a tight race for me in terms of like the most overrated position in sports. And this is all of sports. Yes. Yes. Wide receiver, center fielder. <clears throat> Those are the two most overrated positions because you know, the center fielder always remember like when uh, Jacoby Ellsbury was in, in, in Boston? And he would make those running, like, you know, he was, he was beautiful. And he'd make those diving catches. Yeah. And everybody loved him. And then he would go up there and he'd be like, all right, bottom of the ninth. Ellsbury's up. All we need is a base knocking up. Out. Struck out again, yeah. as usual. Yeah, I was happy to see him go. Yep. Nobody was mad that Jacoby Ellsbury went to the Yankees. No. Literally nobody. Except for women. Nobody. Right. The only people that, right, the, the females that wore the pink hats that yes. were like, yes. hey, he's so pretty. Like, bitch, no one gives a fuck about your opinion. Yeah, no Honestly. Kidding. Yeah. He went to the Yankees for like $280 million. We were like, that's fine. We were like, see you and never. Then he, and then he played for three seasons and never played again. And we never, and what did he do with the Yankees again? Oh, nothing. wait, nothing. Absolutely nothing. He was, he contributed zero. Johnny Damon, same thing. No one cares. Yes, nobody he left. Cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Like, nobody cares. The only other position that's more useless than center fielder is wide receiver. They're so Over, replaceable. Overpaying for either one of those positions is dumb as shit. Oh, running back, too. Running back's up there. Uh, it's third. Okay. Third. Now. Woo. I know, right? That was a big wind gust. It's a hurricane out there. So, let me ask you this, Sean, right? Mm-hmm. Because outside of the wide receiver position, right? Everybody, everybody harps on Belichick, and you know better than anybody because you studied the draft, especially the Patriots draft, more than anyone. I love it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's, it's your bread and butter. I'm, oh, by the way, well, I'm sorry. you should come with me. Like when, when they have the draft this year, because it's a brand new Gillette. The Sign it up. I'm in. I'm in. Don't even, you don't tons, even ask. Of, tons of fans from other places go too, but I got to make sure it's Thursday night though, most of the time or Friday night. I'll figure it out. All right. All right. When it gets time closer, because they haven't offered me tickets yet. I'll figure it out. All right. I'll talk to Adam. I'll make it. I'll make it work. So let me let me ask you this. I don't trust anybody when it comes to the Patriots in the draft more mm-hmm. than I trust you. Mm-hmm. What would you rank Bill Belichick? Where would you put Bill Belichick as a GM as in a- the last? Hold on, I'm going to give you three options. Okay, the first ten years, the second ten years, overall. Uh, first 10 years, well, he wasn't the GM for the first 10 years. You're going with that, right? The second 10 years, he, he came into power with the like, GM and actually making picks. First oh. half was like Scott Pioli. And, wow, and, wow, it's amazing. Nobody else knew that an- knew the question that answer. That was a trick question. Good job. Okay, good. I was like, wait a minute. I was good like, job. I was like, he was involved. 
See, this is why I pay you all this money. This is why I pay yeah. you all this money. Wow, I'm getting paid again. I, yeah. I lost my job and got it back all in the same show. First half, Scott Pioli and him, very good, but Scott Pioli had the, had the power to actually make decisions before he left for Kansas City. Then after that, it was kind of Nick Casario for a while until Nick Casario got full power. Then Nick Casario left to the Texans. Belichick got 100% power again. And then kind of, sort of gave a little bit of it up to guys like Matt Groh and stuff like that. So for Belichick in the last... 2015 to now has been like the majority consensus guy with the final decisions on him. And I would say if I had to grade it, it's a B plus. Yeah, there's some misses on there. But there's sure. a lot of good fucking hits. A, I mean, look, we around made, the, look around the league. We went to the Super Bowl 16, 17, 18. Three years in a row. Three years in a row. We won two out of three of those Super Bowls. And we had won the year before that in 2014. What are we complaining about? That's my biggest gripe, is that you're complaining about him taking chances on guys in the draft when his team and roster was stacked. You need to draft for depth. You need to draft to have guys that are going to play the backup roles in case your starters go down. You don't draft guys to replace your starters. Like That doesn't make any sense to me. Like People no. don't understand that. Like 2019, 2020, 2021, yes. If you go look at those drafts from 2019 to 2023, three, I guess you conclude now, you can't judge the guys from the last two years, but you can start judging the guys from 2019 and 2021. Those guys, some of them have panned out, some of them haven't worked. But if you're telling me Barmore is not great, uh, Ramondre Stevenson's not great, fucking hell, the cornerback Gonzalez looked amazing before the end of this year. Before yep. the end of this year. Before Cole, he got hurt. Cole Strange, one of, <coughs> one of Belichick's wonky-ass picks. He was hurt this year, but he started playing really well. We drafted uh, Mike Unwenyu, who's going to be one of the highest-rated, highest-paid offensive linemen uh, in the offseason this year. There, there's plenty of guys I can pick from, and that's just guys top of my head. I, that's nothing else. I'm, I'm just trying to think of like guys in most recent history so that let he's me, drafted. So let me, let me put it to you this way, right? Everybody loves to sit here and say, and we all know, yeah, okay, Bill Belichick wasn't the GM in title yes for the first 10 years no but bill belichick has heavy abs- say absolutely had final say or 90 percent say in all of those draft picks because i know goddamn well scott pioli did not draft richard seymour he scott, did not no he did not look at richard seymour and go that's the guy i need absolutely not that was the bill belichick pick so let me read to you off my handy fucking list that i made here mm-hmm. okay for all the people that think that Bill Belichick was a shitty fucking GM, Richard Seymour, Matt Light, Dan Graham, Dion Branch, David Givens, Jarvis Green, Ty Warren, Tully Bantacane, Dan Klecko, Eugene, Wil- Eugene Wilson, Man, Asante Eugene. Samuel, Vince Wilfork, Ben Watson, Logan Mankinsbang. Okay, I mocked the fuck out of that pick. When it happened, I remember me, Tommy, and T sitting in my parents' basement and sitting there going, Logan Mankins, Logan Mankins, man. Who the fuck is Logan Mankins? He was, he was projected fourth round. And then he turned into one of the best fucking offensive linemen in the, in the league. league. In the league. Not in the division, not on the team, in the league. Um, do you have, have you got to Vollmer yet? I think Vollmer's the same year or next year. Patience, sir. Lawrence Maroney, Stephen Guskowski, Brandon Merriweather, which in that Brandon, Brandon, Merriweather. Brandon Merriweather draft, he turned, I believe it was a fifth and a seventh round pick into Randy Moss and Wes fucking Welker. Yep. 
okay? So, what, what, you, 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 you mad because they go, you, you, you had no... Well, we didn't you, draft those you, guys, you, Joey. You, yeah, you didn't draft those guys. No, he just traded a fifth and a seventh for him, or a fourth and a seventh, whatever it was. Who gives a fuck? Gerard Mayo, Matthew Slater, Julian Edelman, Ooh. Sebastian Vollmer, Patrick Chung. All that right. was one draft. Sebastian Vollmer was second round. He was new to the new to the United States for nine months. Hang on, I'm not done yet. Devin McCourty, Gronk, Hernandez, murderer. I Whatever. Know, I know. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Great fucking draft pick. Nate Solder, Marcus Cannon, Shane Vereen, Stephen Ridley, Chandler Jones, Donta Hightower, uh, Jamie Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't read. Oh, Logan Ryan, Devon Harmon, uh, Stork, Cam Fleming, uh, James White, Malcolm Brown, Trey Flowers, Shaq Mason, Joe Thune, Dietrich Wise, whatever. Fuck you. The list goes on. If you think for one minute that Bill Belichick was a bad GM, you're a fucking idiot. And you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. You're like, oh, well, what was what was his what was his record without Tom Brady? I'm sorry. Oh, oh we're just going to exclude the fact that he's the guy that drafted and developed Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And Brady and don't himself. Take, and don't take it from me. You can take it from Tom Brady, who will tell you that that was Bill Belichick. Yes, in his own special. So what the fuck are you talking about? Crazy. You idiot. Fucking ignorant fans. This is why I fucking hate you. I hate this area. I hate all of you. I hate all of your fucking teams. I wish nothing but the worst and only the worst for all of you. (laughs) Because you sit here and you make me fucking defend Bill Belichick. Like it's something I want to fucking do. On my night off, on my podcast. Like I want to sit here and talk about Bill Belichick. And what a great fucking GM he's been. As if he hasn't been the greatest fucking coach of all time. Now I got to sit here and tell you what a great GM he was? Because you're too fucking dumb to figure it out? Fuck you. Correct. I do still think that at 72, with at least a year or two to go on his, I think he has a year or two in his current deal, I wouldn't mind if he gave more Talent scouting and decision making process, and 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 you know what's contracts? bad when your when your watch starts yelling at you, and it's like, like sit down. Hey, are you okay? Because you haven't moved in like an hour, and, and your, your heart, heart rate's through the roof. The roof. <laughs> but um, like, let's if you want to bring in somebody else to help with developing guys and for the future post Belichick, I understand that because his words. If you go back and listen to his words in the press conference, he said. Coming to the best decision for the team collectively. He didn't say directly, I'm stepping down. He implied that he would be open to listening to all the ideas. And the fact that it's going into day three of him still having his job and everybody at the stadium is status quo, continuing on with like the regular things. It seems like more and more time is going on where he might come back. Yes, he might relinquish some of his power, but he should Focus on coaching. It's the best at what he does with what time he has left. But you're you're talking about the greatest to ever do it. Yes. In any sport. Absolutely. He's better than Phil Jackson. He's better than Red Auerbach. He's better than Joe Torre. He's better than insert your favorite great coach here. 
and it's not even close. This isn't even an argument. This isn't even a debate. No. People are like, oh, well, this team has sucked for the last four years. No, it hasn't. Really? Because you're, you're, you're hovering right around 500 in terms of a record, and you have one playoff appearance, and you're in a full-blown fucking rebuild. Oh, I'm sorry, two playoff appearances. Yeah, 2019 and 20. And the, no, they didn't make it with Cam. No, that's 2020. That's COVID. Oh, you're right. Twenty. Well, I'm counting. 19 was Brady's last year. I'm yeah, talking post-Brady. No, but people are saying since last Super Bowl. 20, 21, 22 this year. So out of four years, we're complaining we made the playoffs once in four years. That's what we're complaining about. Yes. That's, and that's what bugs me. People are like, well, we haven't won in a long time. We won, five, we won a Super Bowl five and, years and, ago. And not, only, and not only have you not like won, like you were. You, you the were, cream like, of they the were, crop. They were, like, they were like nine and seven, ten and seven with a playoff berth. And then like nine and eight last year, and then this year was a bust because whatever. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Whatever. Yes. Like there was there was two years in there that were like eh this year and one other year, and there are two other years where they were like oh we could have made the playoffs. One year they did make the playoffs, and I'm like you're in a full blown fucking rebuild. Like do you want to go look at the rest of the NFL people, people and see and see how they're doing? Just talk go to ask, Vikings fans, Detroit fans, Browns fans. They've never go, even made it, bro. Go talk to literally. Fucking thirty other teams' fan bases. Absolutely, Buffalo. Buffalo makes it now, but they haven't done it ever. Like, the, last never time won. The, the last time the Buffalo Bills were relevant before Josh Allen was the goddamn Music City Miracle. Yes, yes. Oh and I was God. a freshman in fucking high school when that happened. Yes, in like, nineteen fucking ninety nine. Bills fans today have no idea who Jim Kelly is. They have no clue. They're like, yeah, yeah. He, some guy used to be our quarterback. I don't know. He yeah, he's some guy who used to be good, I guess, for us once. I don't know. Not good enough to win, though, but he was good. Yeah. yeah he got the four, but. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And but all the guys say it, too. It goes up my fucking ass sideways. Sure it does. To have to sit here and defend Bill Belichick and the job that he's done for the last 20 And what people don't understand is this. You are not. This you know, people people sit here and they look at the last four years, right? Only four years, though. The post Brady years. No, yes, only those four years. The uh, Cam Newton, Mac Jones, Mac Jones era, and Zappy. Ugh. And they're like, Yo, we've sucked. I'm like, sir, excuse me, you don't suck. What you're what you're looking at is called regressing back to the mean. Okay, you're coming back to the pack and. Who kept you out ahead of the uh, uh, front of the, in front of the pack was some guy named Bill Belichick. Okay, mm-hmm. you can give Brady all the credit you want because you're dumb and you don't actually understand how football works and you don't know anything about special teams and defense and turnovers and third down percentages and red zone offense and red zone defense and you just look at the you know the box score and you see Tom Brady three touchdowns three hundred fifty yards another win okay easy yup. This is how this game goes. You get used to it. You get accustomed to it. Yes. For 20 years, you got accustomed to it. But what you, don't, what you don't understand is that Bill Belichick was the guy that was keeping Tom Brady out ahead of the pack. Mm-hmm. And Brady even said it himself. He said all these times, he's like, we would beat these teams, and these teams would fire their coaches because we would beat them. And he goes, and that benefited us. Because then it took another two or three years for that team with that new coach to figure out what the fuck they were doing. And by the time they got good, we got better, and we beat them, and then they fired them too. And so they kept they kept going back. Mm-hmm. And that had everything to do with Bill Belichick and nothing to do with Tom Brady. Again, don't take my word for it. 
if you don't believe me, go listen to your fucking God and Savior, Tom Brady. Yeah, I can actually. I'll find the. He'll clip tell later. you. I'll post it to to our page later. But um, God is fucking infuriating. It was like a minute and a half thing, and Brady talked specifically about you can draft the best athlete, the best talent. It's who's going to help develop you when you come to the league. Who's going to be there and hold your hand when you hit the rough patches in the second and third year? Who's going to teach you to develop you? Who you're going to be in years four and yeah, five? Yeah, remember, and remember, remember Brady year two. Not so impressive. Yeah, everybody wanted to get rid of him in the, at the end of year two. They're like, go back to Bledsoe yeah, immediately. They, get, like, bring bring him back, back Drew. Yeah, bring him back. Everyone was done with Brady year two. Yep. Everyone was done with Brady uh, 2014 as well because they're like, maybe we're just never going to get back again. And who was the only guy that told you? To be fair, I was really pissed off that year too. You were right. I was wrong. I was really pissed off. After that Kansas City loss, I was like, this fucking sucks. We loaded up and we're ass. And then they really just turned on the brick. They just beat the bricks of everybody after that. And, and then like, they just right. hit the Jets and went on to win the Super Bowl. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. But again... Why was that, Sean? It's, it's because coaching. because Bill Belichick, the GM, and this right here, these these are just fucking draft picks. Let me see these. Let me see these. These these, these mean nothing. Hold on. I, I want. I do want to take off Lawrence Maroney though. Fuck that dude. <laughs> Fuck him. He was awesome. In 07, he was an integral part of that. In 07, offense. yes, but that had nothing to do with him. He was integral though. He was integral. Goskowski does not get enough credit. Amazing. He kicker. literally made Vinatieri expendable. Yes. People don't give that dude enough credit. Slater just retired, heartbreaking. Uh, it was so it was so crazy to, to see his dad there and his family. His dad is a Hall of Famer, and then to see like Jackie Slater there, like like crying, hugging his son. His son played fucking eighteen seasons. It's yeah. crazy. And and that's not even going into the free agent signings. No, that's oh, not even getting God. into the Roosevelt Colvins, the Rodney Harrisons, Judon. The you know, the math. And that's more recent. Yes. I, I mean, I'm going. I'm, I'm talking like let's go back. Stephon Gilmore, who I was dead wrong on. I said, do not bring in Gilmore. And he was remarkable for us. He won Defensive Player of the Year. And we cut him right at the right time. Even and though then, I was adamantly against that decision. But me too. I mean, I was like, I was like, he's playing out of his mind. And I was like, I don't think he should be Defensive Player of the Year. And he won. And I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. And then we cut him like right after that. And yeah. I was like, all right, Bill. But he never... This is why I stopped questioning Bill years ago because the amount of times he's been right and I've been wrong shows that he is the master of his craft when it comes to shit like this. Exactly. He would rather. He is the greatest of all time. He cut Johnny Smith. Any sport. People hold Johnny Smith against him. They're like, you signed this dude to this huge money contract and, and he didn't work out. And Bill's like, yeah, and I cut him. Yeah, what do you want me to do? And then, and then like, like he's, he's quick to admit, like, yeah, I was wrong about him. We're moving on to something else and better. Happens all the time. Hunter Henry worked out fine. He's still here. I Listen, hope he comes man, back. I'm going through it right now with the Broncos. Where everybody's like, well, you signed Russell to all this fucking money and this and that. And listen, seven, eight weeks ago, I was on, I was singing a different tune. Yes. But now that I've seen it, uh, yeah, now it's time to move on. Like, Russ isn't the problem, but Russ also isn't the answer. Yeah. Both can be true. So... Why the fuck are we going to sit here and waste more time, more money, rip the fucking Band-Aid off, start from scratch? Give me Bo Nix, give me J.J. McCarthy, and let's get this fucking show on the road. I'm telling you, I think you'd like Penix. I know last night he had a bad game. No, because he's too hurt. He he's hurt too again. hurt. He got hurt again. You didn't see him at the end of the well, game last night? Yeah, but he's, he's walking around wincing like a man like he just got shot. But his his line was dog shit. Let's I don't real. care, dude. You like... You, you gotta be able to withstand that. What do you What do you think? You're gonna come to the NFL? Well, he and guys are gonna it. hit you. He played through it barely. Be Did played. you see that last drive? Yeah, he looked like shit. He was he he got up. He started wincing. 
and he started throwing dirt balls. He is not tough enough to play in the NFL. I'm sorry. Great talent, great arm talent. I don't want anything to do with him. All right. I know you said Bo Nix. Bo Nix a little old. I'm not going to lie to you. you I don't give a Bo. shit about old. You know what? Old old to me is mature. Because you know what happened? Last time we didn't take a guy who was old, we, we took a quarterback in the first round. We took Paxton Lynch. It was more fucking, uh, you know, concerned with playing Fortnite than he was with, you know, learning how to play football. What about uh, who was the other guy you were passing up over, over Paxton Lynch? Nobody. We got him at, like, 12 or 14. Or yeah, I thought, you, I thought you said, like, you picked him because of age. No, but we could have moved up. But we, I mean, we took Bradley Chubb over Josh Allen. All right, but you get the most out of Bradley Chubb until like, yeah. Well, we, we took it and then we traded over Sean Payton, basically. Yeah, essentially. Which is all that came down that to. Fine. So cool. But then I don't know, Josh Allen, sure, but that wasn't. Really Could you a imagine decision. if we had Kyle Shanahan and Josh Allen like L.A. wanted? Yeah, what that, that marriage in yeah, Denver would have looked like? That would have sucked ass for everybody else. Yeah, sure would have. But Joe Ellis is a fucking dickbag and fucking ruined that for us. Fucking loser. Pat Bolin dying. Uh, I, I honestly think, and this is me just being a pessimist for once in my life, I think the Broncos are going to largely remain irrelevant post-Pat Bolin. That sucks. Because at one point, we had more Super Bowl appearances than we did losing seasons. And once Pat Bowlen died, and Joe Ellis took over the team, and now we have new ownership and everything else, and I don't know, I'm not saying the new ownership, the Penners won't turn this thing around. I am not optimistic about it. Because I don't think there are many owners that get it. Like, look at the Rams, for example, right? Let's, 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 they don't give a shit. No, they do. Because Les Snead is the best GM in football. Remember a couple of years ago when we were sitting there going, oh, shit, the Rams, they traded all their picks. They got Matt Stafford. They sold out to win a Super Bowl, and they mortgaged their future for the next 10 years to win a Super Bowl. And then all of a sudden they come up and they got Tutu Atwell, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, all these great young players that they drafted because Les Snead is a fucking monster as a GM. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden the Rams are in the playoffs. I'm picking the Rams to beat the Detroit Lions this man, weekend. That would suck for the Lions, for Matthew Stafford to go and, and just put a gunshot to that team's Listen, head. man, I think it's going to happen. And don't, get me, and don't get it twisted. I see a very realistic scenario where the Rams find themselves playing on championship weekend. Against the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know. That's a tough ask. Really? Yeah. You beat really. the Lions. You beat the Lions on Saturday. Okay. You go to Dallas and you beat Dallas, who's notorious for choking in the playoffs. Tell, maybe Dallas doesn't even get out of the wild card weekend. Who knows? I'm just saying. It, it, could you not see the Rams, Rams Niners NFC Championship game? I, I don't. If I think it's Rams Dallas, I think I will take Dallas pretty confidently Dallas is the better team yes and I mean like I think Dallas is due to at least make the championship game I don't think they have enough firepower to beat the 49ers team right now I I can't see anybody beating the 49ers right now I was saying a few weeks ago the Eagles now the Eagles are dropping players left and right the the players are fighting with the coaches the coaches are fighting with the players there's fucking like an, an Italian mob boss on the sideline pushing other players from other teams around 
the, the, the Eagles are a mess right now. So I've got the Eagles losing Monday night in Tampa. Wow, against Baker Mayfield? Brother Baker, the touchdown maker. He's made himself a lot of money this offseason by is, himself. Yep. By himself. Is going, he is going to dunk on the Philadelphia Eagles, the defending NFC champs, and he's going to put that... He's going to put them to rest real quick. He would revive. He should be comeback player of the year if, if he's um, do that. Honestly. <laughs> he was dead. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Teams, the Panthers said we would rather have a fucking midget yeah. smaller than you than you. He went to L.A. They were like, thanks for the cup of coffee when Matthew Stafford was hurt. Uh, was hurt. Get out. Yep. Then he went to what other team? Didn't he go to another team between there? Because this, uh, this would be his fifth team that he'll be going Carolina. to. Carolina. L.A. Well, I guess if you're counting Cleveland, Cleveland, Carolina, L.A. All teams that needed quarterbacks didn't want him. Where was he? Yeah, there was one other team. There's four. There's definitely well, four. Well, Tampa's the fourth team right now. And right. then next year would be a fourth. fifth team. Right. But still, you're talking about three quarterback needy teams that were just like, we'll pass. Yeah. And then now he gets to Tampa Bay, and nobody expects him to do anything post-Brady. They're like, oh, you're set up for failure. There's no way this team's doing anything. Makes the goddamn playoffs and wins the division. And not only makes the division, wins the division, he's dunking on fools. Yes. I'm shocked. I still don't want anything to do with Baker. Like, if Baker comes to New England, I'll be pissed. I, don't, I just don't want Baker. I would love him in Denver. That might be a distinct possibility. You might see that. If under we, under, if, if under Sean could, Payton, that makes sense. If we could get rid of Russ... Somehow get Baker in and draft Bo Nix. Although I don't think that'd be fair to Baker because I think Baker deserves a fresh start at this point. Like I think the Baker deserves a team that's like, all right, man. Like, listen, we're not hiring Freddie Kitchens to come coach you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna give you a legit shot here. Go do your best. I don't know if he would get that in Denver. If they got, I mean, if Denver somehow got him. Which I don't think it's going to happen because the money, it, it, uh, too much money. You have, at that point, you're, you're paying Russell Wilson to not be there. Plus, you're paying Baker Mayfield to be there. I, I listen. I know the NFL cap is fake. You know what I mean? It's it's manipulatable. Yeah. Uh, is that a new word? Did I just make up? Um, manipulable. Manipulatable. Um, Definitely a new word. But you can do all that. But I don't know if that would make mo- that that would make the most sense. But. I think you're going to get Bucks over the Eagles, Rams over the Lions. Cowboys are going to beat the Packers. Yes, for sure. As Packers shouldn't have made it. I hold on. Did jo- you watch Jordan Love? Jordan from loves, Thanksgiving on. Jordan loves ass. Even from Thanksgiving on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all no. I'm, I'm out. No. On Sean, I'm going to tell you right now, Jordan Love, look up his numbers for this I'm, year. I'm literally doing that right now. I, was I like, think he was 33 or 34 and 11. Because when I watched him, I was he, just not impressed. Jordan Love. 4,100 yards, 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. 32 and 11. 32 and 11, you were right. 96 rating, not a joke. 96 rating is great. I, I don't know. I just. But did you watch him the last few weeks? Last Sean, weeks, no, I'm telling you not. right now, in a must-win game against the Bears, Jordan Love was dominant. Jordan Love looked like Aaron Rodgers. It was the Bears, Throwing though. off his back foot with a good defense. Mm, okay. Throwing off his back foot, putting balls in places that only his guys were going to be able to get him, and completing them. 
Mm. Jordan Love looked majestic. Jordan Love looked elite. Jordan Love looked like Joe Flacco. Sean, I'm telling you, the Packers are no joke, and the Cowboys better not sleep on them. I'm still picking the Cowboys to win this game, but I'm telling you right now, we mocked, we openly mocked this draft pick, and it is still one of the dumbest draft picks of all time. Oh, I agree. When the Packers took Jordan Love. However, I hate to say it, the Packers might have hit, they might have caught lightning in a bottle three times in a row. I'm just saying, this kid has looked magnificent since Thanksgiving. Not good, not great. Magnificent. Go watch the tape. Go watch the games. I'm telling you, dude, Jordan Love has looked every single bit the part. That is not hyperbole. That is not me overstating it. I'm not even a Jordan. You heard me on this show. Draft night, 2020. Rip the fucking Packers. Oh, yeah. We called for Brian Guntz's head on a platter that night. Because we were thinking about Rodgers. Like, like he's getting to the end of his career, and you're really not going to give him any help? You're going to draft his replacement? Yeah. Even now, it seems kind of stupid, but it is what it Listen, is. Listen, I'm not excusing the draft pick for when they did it, but if, if the Packers go into, into Dallas this weekend and beat the Cowboys? Who gets fired in Dallas? Whew. I mean, McCarthy first and foremost. Do you think Jerry Jones fires McCarthy? Or do, you think, or do you think Jerry Jones dumps Dak? Both. Okay. Could I, be I, both. Could, I could see that, actually. Could be both. Because Jerry Jones, if they don't make the championship game this year, he's gotten everybody. He's too old to, to fuck around at this point. He's just like, everyone's gone. It's got to be one or the other. And, you know, the years are wasting away. The talent's wasting away. I, and, again, they get the, and the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm a low-key Cowboys fan. I love the Cowboys. I want to see the Cowboys do better. Like I said to Durant earlier, you know, it kills me to say it, but the Raiders, when they're good, the NFL's a better place. The NFL is a much better place when the Cowboys are good because they're two polarizing franchises. They give you that. You either fucking love them or you fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody's in between on the Cowboys. No, nobody's indifferent. I love the Cowboys. I love America's team. I love Troy and Emmett and the Playmaker. I love Tony Romo all those years. I was a Romo sexual. I was the first one to I coin love that Tony term. Romo. Even before you got into announcing, I, I thought Tony Romo was like Come on, dude. A, a, I a coined the term Romo sexual. Yeah, probably. That was my thing. Okay, nobody had that before me. Somebody might have, but they didn't do it publicly, so fuck them. I did it on Facebook. I came out as Romo sexual on Facebook. You're like, it, I am an F. Never mind. Before it was cool. But if they lose to the to the Green Bay Packers. I think it's over. And the floor and Jordan Love. I won't be surprised because I really do believe this Green Bay team is they got something special in the making here. And I really believe in the next couple of years that Jordan Love and that LaFleur, I think you are going to see a renaissance in Green Bay. Dude, that wide receiver read they have in Green Bay, he's real. They got young Wide receivers, they got young skill guys. He's real. Listen, man, if you haven't been following the Packers all season, you haven't been paying attention to the Packers all season, it might be a time to start paying attention to the Packers. All right? I I wasn't the first guy to tell you, you know, Hufanga was the next great safety that was coming up. 
until he got hurt this year. But uh, I wasn't the first one, but I was one of them. Yeah, he's great. I love Hufanga. I'm telling you right now, Jordan Love, you're going to be putting this guy in the conversation with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, so on and so forth, whatever, whoever you want to put up there. Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud. Okay, this kid is going to ascend to those levels. And just like with Aaron Rodgers, it took a couple of years. But all of a sudden, you're gonna, it's going to slap you in the face, and you're going to be like, holy shit. Yep, 100%. I, this I, has been right under my nose the whole time. Listen, man, we mocked the pick openly. Still the dumbest fucking draft pick I've ever fucking seen in my life. Oh, I still, I still would mock because it to this day. Here's the thing about the Packers. The Packers don't actually care about winning Super Bowls. They just care about being relevant. Yes. As an organization. They and don't, they and don't, selling fake stock of yeah, the team. They don't really give a shit about actually winning Super Bowls because if they did, they wouldn't have drafted Jordan Love. But who's going to keep them relevant for the next 10 years? Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Kid can throw. I'm telling you, Paul and I were watching the game on, on Sunday. Yeah, no problem. We were watching downstairs. We are watching the Bears and the, and the Packers, and we're looking at each other going, did he just are – we, are we serious right now? Did he just make that throw? He just made that throw. Mm. And I'm telling you, man, there were some of the prettiest throws I've seen all season. See, I don't, I don't know. Go back and watch. I'll go back and watch. I'm telling you, Sean, I'll send you the clips. Go back and watch. But watch the whole game, the way he manipulated that Bears defense the entire time. Jordan Love dominated that game. Which is something I don't think we've ever said on this show, ever. No, I don't, I've never heard anybody t- talk about Jordan. We might never like say it. We, it and, and here's the thing. We're going to say it again. It's coming. We'll see. We'll 2024 see. is going to be a new leaf. We'll see. So wait, let's... let's Check it right now. 10-23, January 9th, 2024. I'm calling it right now. This time next year, we'll be talking about will Jordan Love win the MVP Super Bowl leave. So... We just got into the first game. We, you know, we kind of ran through a couple of them. You want to get to the rest of the, the, the yeah, the yeah. Wild let's, yeah, let's run through the let's run okay. through the uh, let's run through the schedule. So, here. all right, I'm still gonna go Dallas in that game, though. I understand you're picking the I'm, Packers. No, 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 I'm picking the Cowboys. Oh, you are. Okay. I'm picking, picking the, the Cowboys, but I'm just saying the Worst Cowboys case scenario. Better be careful because do not sleep on this Green Bay Packers team. This is a good team with a good quarterback. Okay. So I also I'm taking the Cowboys as well mm-hmm. for sure. Um, what are you thinking about Browns Texans? Uh, I'm taking the Browns all day. I'm going Browns too. Young team, fuck Flacco. Young team with the Texans. Young head coach. On, it's going to be a lot of nerves. It's good experience for the Texans for sure. Listen, and I love C.J. Stroud. I, I'm glad I was so wrong on him. They're about a year or two ahead because I love this kid. C.J. Stroud to me is one of the most humble, um, likable until. I, I like everything about Shroud until this last week when he was writing free my dad all over his shit. It's like, all right, dude, your dad was a fucking scumbag and a half. No offense. Yeah, whatever, dude. If my dad was a scumbag and a half, I'd be like, free my dad, too. Fuck you. Yo, is that, is that some, some heinous shit? That's my dad. I don't give a fine fuck. <laughs> Bro, if my, I was like, ah, oh, why don't you cool with the free my, my dad if my, shit? If my dad was, oh, bad, bad, bad daddy, I would, I would still be like, free my dad. Um, <laughs> Dogs. And a robot broke into the room and killed this man. The Paw Patrol killed him. Dogs. Beautiful dogs. 
I love. Oh drugs. my god, I can't. I love Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis so fucking kills me, dude. He's like, think about it. Awesome. Th- of course, this man was screaming, crying. Paw Patrol and a robot <laughs> broke into your room to kill you in the middle of the night. <laughs> I'd be screaming too because I'd shit myself. <laughs> my my favorite Shane Gillis skit though has got to be like the uh, the Australian in the office on nine eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I that one. That one I'm so me... dark and twisted. Shut the fuck up, dude. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. That one that one made me laugh harder. That he's like Look out! Like, like Oh shit, look out! Like, like He goes another one. I mean, oh he goes another one. Get down! Like And then jump out the window. No. <laughs> oh my god. He I know he said he was going to hell for that skit and I, I laughed. And he goes, No. I, I fucking me and my wife cried. Cried laughing at that. Like, I told you. I think I told you about them. I was like, you, you have to. Well, watch you this. started sending me Shane Gillis clips three, months four ago. months ago, yeah. five months ago. And I was like, like you got to watch. Back this in guy. the summer, and I started to only see him on like TikTok and Instagram, and then all of a sudden his show, his special started popping up, and then Lauren and I started watching him, and uh, it was, dude. Him, him going to the reenactment thing too. I know we get sidetracked right now during NFL playoffs. That's fine. But him going to like this is what we do. To like the George Washington. We haven't been sidetracked too much tonight. No, almost at all lately in the shows. Like him going to the George Washington Thomas Jefferson like reenactment <laughs> thing, and it was during COVID, so he was the only person that showed up. <laughs> and then the people, the cast members, thought he was full blown retarded that could drive. <laughs> and he goes, "I had the mask on." And he goes, "I'll let you know something." My family does have mental retardation in it. And he goes, he goes, I just happen to look it from here up. And he goes, they thought, he goes, they, did, they didn't break act at all. And he goes, I knew they thought I was special needs. He goes, I didn't break act either. So when they would tell me, like, the worst shit, I'd pull on my mask and go. And he goes, they'd keep acting because they'd be like, all right, yeah, he's still, he's still in it. And he goes, well, with George Washington, some horrible shit. Enslaved his own children. He goes, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> the like the way his delivery is so good, and then I don't know why lately. Did you see I, he he went on a different podcast? I forget like a week or so ago. He he decided one day he was just going to challenge Joe Rogan because someone said like Joe Rogan would easily kick your ass. He's like, dude, I have eighty pounds on Joe Rogan. I would just annihilate him. And so he just went up to Joe Rogan like because they train at the same gym now. Because Joe Rogan's like, hey, come by anytime, train with me. So he just went by and just had fucking with him, just be like, you know, I would kick your ass in a fight, right? And just kept instigating, instigating, instigating. He goes, I know how Joe is. Joe got pissed, and Joe's like, let's just get in the ring and see what, what would happen. He got in the ring, and um, he goes, he put me in an armbar within like three seconds, and he goes, I'm not joking at all. He says, I'm not going to kick you because he says I because Joe said I know my kicks were like burst your spleen so I'm not going to kick you and he's like I really appreciated that because it probably was going to be true he goes he put him in an hour bar in three minutes and he goes he goes I was whispering to him because he wasn't doing anything he was like pussy I'm not going to I'm not going to get hurt and he goes he put he full clamped the arm bar and he goes he could have broke my arm in half and I tapped out so fast <laughs> and he goes Joe's no joke he goes he really beat the shit out of me in like less than 30 seconds yeah Joe's like a step below a professional fighter at this point so yeah I know they well. Joe says he will never fight because he's too old. Because but it's like a hobby and passion of his. Yeah, but he's like a step below a professional though. Like he's like he's not professional, but he's maxed out his potential as an amateur. But did you know some fighters go train with Joe to get the same strength out of his kicks that that so they can? Yeah, like his kicks are crazy powerful. I didn't know how strong his legs were. Yeah, Joe Rogan's extremely skilled in the ring. It's insane. Extremely skilled. I saw him just stand still and do like a fucking Matrix Neo type kick into a bag, and the bag like exploded. I mean, it's fun to watch. 
And and it was like you know there's like the whole like sports thing. It's like pounds of pressure per kick. I always admire guys that can like fight and do cool shit like that because I'm like, all right, like I'm six three three. 305, 310 any yeah. given day, right? And there's a reason why weight classes exist yes. in, in fights because, you know, for example, like I'm my, my little cousin, I don't say he's, he's not little. He's like, I don't know, 22 years old. Whatever. He does jiu-jitsu, doesn't he? Yeah, and he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's super fucking nasty at it. And I asked him one day, and I was like, you think you could tap me? And in my head, I was thinking... In an, in an octagon, not on a Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing. And I don't know if he thought differently, but he was like, oh, absolutely. And I was like, in an octagon. And all of a sudden, I saw him pause for a second, which gave me all that I needed to know. He was pondering. Because he thought about it for a second. And he was like, I know I'm more skilled than you, but fuck, you're way bigger and stronger than me. And I said, and I gave it to him. I said, listen. BJJ, you got me all day, dude. I'm like, I could probably, I'd probably lose to a yellow belt in that. Like at this point, I've never done it. How could, how could I possibly know what to do mm-hmm. if I've never done it? Of course, I'm gonna lose. Doesn't matter how big and strong you are when it comes down to technique and skill and scoring. But I said, you throw me in an octagon. I'm like, you punch me in the face one time, and I get that like blood red blackout that I get. I- I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, you're probably not coming out alive. Your arms are probably going to be ripped off your body. You're going to look like you fought an orangutan. <laughs> and it's just going to be blood everywhere. And the ref will probably die, too. Oh, my. It's just going to be it's gonna be awful. And I'm not saying that to sound like a tough guy. I'm just saying that because I know how I am. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I've, I, I, know, I know what I'm capable of doing when it comes to somebody who is significantly smaller and weaker than me. And it really doesn't matter. Like, if I get my hands on you, it's a wrap. Right, right, At right. that point, like, you're Strength only... Strength and leverage. You're only, you're everything only, comes into play. Your only defense is evade. Just evade. Yeah. Don't get caught. Everything comes into a play. Yep. And, and maybe I'll tuck her out and, you know, I'll fall asleep in the corner and you can, you know, come over and choke me out and I'll be like, yeah, that's cool, man. I was done anyway. All right, bye. Um, but other than that, and, and we joked about it. And I told him, and I was like, you realize, like, weight classes exist for a reason, right? And I'm like, how much do you weigh? And he was like, ah, like 165. I'm like, Brah. I'm like, you realize I'm like double. I could just about. I could probably pick you up with one arm. I'm not even shitting. Like I could shoulder press 150s right now for probably a good six or seven. Yeah, just imagine just holding two of him. And I'm not him. a professional strong man. No, I'm not no, on. No, no. I'm not on anabolic steroids. I'm not. Train, like I'm drinking, I drink vodka and pre-workout. Like I said in the beginning of the show, that's what I'm feeling. Is that like. is that what you do? You mix the vodka and pre-workout. Yeah, well, that's how you get the most fucking juice, bro. Come on, I mean, for local, you know. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm not in any kind of like crazy shape, but I'm like, you realize like 165 to me in one hand, I can kind of like just do whatever one of those yeah, I yeah, want yeah. with you at this point. Absolutely, and. And he kind of laughed, and he was like, yeah, but I could like, I could get you in this, and I could get you in that. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You could get me in all those locks. I said, but before you get me in any of those locks, I'm literally just going to stand up with you and then just smash you through the ground. And then if that doesn't work, I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to smash you into the ground again. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to do it again. And probably by the third or fourth time, you're going to be unconscious. 
because nobody can withstand that. Nobody, no human being. It's not. We're not built to do that. No, of course not. So anyway, and I'm talking all this shit to my little cousin, and he's just like, "Yeah, probably." And I'm like, "But in a technical fight, you yeah, points wise, you got me." Yeah, but because you don't know any of those techniques. But somebody like that. Joe Rogan, who's like, I, like if I was to go like if I would try that with like Joe Rogan's like two forty, he's two forty exactly. Yeah, like that's nah, I'm not winning that. No, he would kick the. No, he, would, he, would, he would kick he the would shit annihilate on both of us. Yeah, I mean even me at my size and strength, dude. Shane Gillis is three twenty six five. Shane Gillis is a big dude. Yeah, but he's soft. Sure, he's soft, but still, that's a big dude. Yeah, but he's soft. But he he in his own words, he does have special needs in his family, so he but might Sean, have crazy strength. You're, you're saying. His six five three twenty is not the same as my six. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying he's still a a big dude. You've worked out with me. You know what it's like. You've seen what I can do. Yeah, no. I, I wish we could build like a home gym, like big enough that we can just do whatever we want. I, we I don't could. want to go to gyms. I, it would, it, it's so expensive, and you need so much room. I know. And I, I I have a second child in the way, so that's fucking never gonna happen. Like <laughs> at least ten years. <laughs> I have I have well, maybe, like I have different things. I'm. Uh, I've always wanted. I've always wanted to have my own gym. Oh, me too. I like. I I know the wall mirrors I can get in the gym. I just need a whole sheet for wall mirrors so that way you can see all yourself. You need just several sets of dumbbells. You know, you can get like the Bowflex ones and some smaller ones, so that way you can have the heavy weights and you can nah, have the smaller bro, we're ones. Going old, we're going old school. You want to do all individual weights? That's yeah. so fucking much money. I'm thinking of cost effective, too. like a buck and a quarter a pound for dumbbells. Yeah, but you're if you get do, like the like, what are you going to top old, out seventy like, fives? No. The the like the Ivanka ones, okay. You like the old school like plate ones. Like I'm not talking about like these hex rubber ones. No, no, ones. no, no. You're talking about the black ones that are like uh, not welded on, but like bolted on. No, not even black. Like they like they look like concrete. What the fuck? What are we discs? Are we Russians? Yeah, building ourselves. You yeah. put fifteen pounds of concrete. We put fifteen pounds concrete each side. Thirty. Deshi was tumble. talking about Russians, and all of a sudden we're talking about building weight rooms like we're in Russia. I so. mean. May as well, bro. What's the best? My favorite gym that I ever lifted at. You would be a great Russian trainer because they drink vodka as water. You're mixing mm. with with pre workout. Mm-hmm. You're like, let's just pour concrete and lift this. And then I'm sure they probably got tons of steroids because it's Russia, so everything's fair game. Over steroids there. and hookers. That's what. That's our gym. I mean, dude, fuck. Why am I in America? Stop. You know why you're in America? That country's poor as shit. You go home and eat like 14 carrots at your dinner. But imagine, no, because they would look at me and they'd be like, specimen. And they would he, he groom fighting. me. No, they wouldn't groom you because they have Khabib. They'd be like, this man grew up well, with they'd bear. Like, at least groom me to do like World Strongest Man or something. Well, they have I mean, you trained with fucking, what's whatever, his name? Like my family Pujanowski? Was, no, my family was Polish. Polish, yeah. Polish, Polish, yeah, he wouldn't train with him. But like, at least I could get like a couple dozen eggs a day because I need it. They have. They give like, you, hey, you want me to fucking win this world's strongest man thing or not? I'm gonna need a little bit more than a fucking uh, loaf of bread and uh, six apples. Then, like, you have to compete first. You win, you get thirty chickens. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> you get thirty chickens. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. Um, what else? All right, too so, much GTA. Me being Nico Bellet right there. Oh my god, dude! I cannot wait for Grand. Like this right I, here. I'm kind of glad it's next year, so that way I can at least save money to buy something so I can play it. What do you mean save money so something you can play? Yeah, I'm going to have to play bu- on console. Yeah, they won't have it. It's not PS4. Right, it's PS5 it? only. PS5 and uh, PS5. PS5 then. What the fuck? I know, but I don't want to fucking buy that right now. I have no reason to buy it. Oh, well, right now. Right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what, though, you should do? 
get it before the hype hits. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm waiting. I wait for Black Friday yeah. type deal. Black Friday next year would be a perfect for time. To Uncle buy. Sam Fourth of July special. Yeah, or even better, the summer. Yes. Summertime is always the best time to buy consoles. I feel because nobody's thinking about like gaming and consoles. The what? fuck you and Destry have all this money. Destry's like, oh, I was looking to update my PC about twenty four hundred. This is the same fucking man giving you shit about spending five grand on a PC earlier in the show. And I'm about to spend another like two hundred bucks on it because right now I only have sixty four gigs of RAM. So are we gonna be able to run? And I want one hundred twenty eight. Are we gonna be able to run YouTube, Facebook? I'm telling you, I think Twitch we could do really well. If we do four, I don't know if we could do four because. Tiki Talkie gets very popular. So too. we can do all that, but I got, I'll tell you off air why we can't do all that. Okay, I, I, I think I see it in your eyes. Why I already know we can't. I'll do tell that. you why we can't do that. Okay, but we can. We'd have to make some decisions, though. Yes. Okay. Is what it be? Gotcha. So we'll have to decide at some point what's best for us. But nonetheless. Yeah, I know it's half of five k. Don't pretend like twenty five hundred dollars like nothing. Like oh, everyone has twenty five hundred dollars lying around. Do you not? Dude. Dude, just fucking start an LLC for a podcast, get a credit card, and <laughs> boom. Like, what are you talking about, bro? By the way, do you like the shirt idea? I can, it doesn't have to be that shirt. I just threw up something quick. I didn't even see it. I fucking sent it to you. I, I, was I at work? No. I was probably at work. We were talking, and your brother was commenting about it. Yeah, but I you. text and drive all the time, so. You fall asleep while driving? What time did you send this? This and what was days day? ago. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you sent it to me while I was at work. That's you kiss my ass. I'm single and without kids. Just rub it in. Yeah, I'm a married man with going to be a second kid on the way. Also, married without kids, which is why I have a $5,000 PC. And I, you know what's going to kill me is when I hook this thing up tonight and, and I go to do iRacing after the show, and yeah. my PC is like, my PC is my graphics card's like, I'm doing my part. And iRacing's like, I'm doing my part. And my old shitty LG monitor over here is like, or, I'm sorry, is that Samsung? My Samsung monitor over here. It's I ain't like shit. I ain't doing shit, and then it's gonna force my hand, and I'm gonna have to go out and buy a Samsung Arc too. So, the cool thing about having a five thousand dollar gaming PC is that you're putting five thousand dollars into a gaming PC, which you could put more if you wanted to. But, um, I stopped there. Yep. Uh, it's great because I have all this like availability to me. Like everything's available to me. Everything's on the table. And I'm going to go and I'm going to play this game tonight. And I'm going to play iRacing. And <laughs> the number one bottleneck that I'm going to have is going to be my monitor. And then it's going... So Isn't that the cheapest thing to replace, too? The monitor? No. No, the monitor I'm replacing this with is going to be like $2,400. What the fuck? Right, so at the end Do of the day... Do you need that monitor? Listen, man. Buy good, buy once. Do I need a 55-inch Samsung Arc? Probably not. Joey's like, my eyes, gone. Well, I'll never have to wear glasses. <laughs> but what's the point of having a top-end graphic-producing beast of a machine if you can't see what it's capable of? All right. The, the price just makes me, like, like, nauseous. It's like having a Ferrari. You, like, you go to the Ferrari dealership, you buy a Ferrari... And like, all right, man, cool, but you can't do over 85. You're like, bet. All right. No, that sucks. Can't do 85 with you. Yeah. And you're like, so how do <laughs> I get around it? They're like, no, you don't. But what? again, if I had that much money, I wouldn't really be Literally about can't. 
paying off Literally ticket. can't. So now I have to you know, work some overtime this week, and then I have to go buy a new monitor. Destry wants to know if you're doing the 1900 monitor. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Or the 49-inch G9. No, I'm not doing the G9. I'm doing the Samsung Arc 55. Samsung G9, 49 inches, 1500. No, I don't want the fifth. No, I don't want the forty nine. Yeah, he doesn't want that one, Destry. On the fifty five, and it's going to be the Gen two. Destry, look up one for me. What's under one hundred and seventeen dollars? <laughs> don't ask why I, I mean, picked this, that number. This one right here was like three hundred bucks. Fuck! I'm going to go on that Facebook Marketplace buy nothing for free. This one, this one was expensive. I was thinking about doing the Samsung Odyssey G nine. I'm not really. I'm not. I, no, I, I like the Arc because the G nine is like a little bit. It's about this narrow, yeah, 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 and just super wide. I like the 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 Samsung is a little bit taller, and 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 wider. It's just my preference. I don't know. It's what I think I'm gonna like. Yeah. And guess what? If I end, you know what the coolest thing about the arc is? You can take it and rotate it like this. Oh, the the, the long way. Yes. I've seen those. Okay, that is pretty cool. So if you like want to use it as like a workstation, you can do it that way. It's it's very versatile, and it has four dedicated inputs. Ah. So you can split the screen into four quadrants, and I can have like Xbox, PlayStation, TV, PC, play them all, all on the time. same screen. Four different whereas, games. So like, whereas normally you'd have to switch between inputs yeah, yeah, with yeah, a clicker, yeah. don't have to do that with this one. Buy good, buy once. I'm not. I'm not advocating for it. I'm not. We're not getting paid to say this. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. It just so happens that, you know, it's a necessity for row one, seat one, because row one, seat one racing is going to become a big thing. Have you made the Tom Brady getting his knee blown out car yet? No, I haven't. But I do have to message Bernard Pollard and ask him if he's going to be in Daytona this year, because I do want to get that shirt autographed. If he's going to be, if he's going to be in Daytona, yeah. I'm bringing that shirt. I'm gonna have him autograph it and take a pic- and see if he'll take a picture with it with me. And then why don't you do one of those things where he's autographing that shirt? You take a picture of him of him autographing that shirt and you holding it. And then in a couple of years, you go have him sign a picture of that picture, and just keep doing it until it's like one of those like <laughs> like one of those like like elongated like yes. like looking within like the lens within the lens. Use a magnifying thing. glass and be like, I can see myself from 17 years ago getting this <laughs> autograph. I always uh, thought those were so cool. Those are ideas I think are so cool. Um, um, but we kind of got really off track from the playoffs yeah, here. But let's let's uh, all right. Let's do our so playoff Browns playoff picks. We real both quick. have Browns. Uh, Browns over Texans. Yes, both. I'm gonna say the Chiefs smoke the Dolphins. I have no faith in the Chiefs at all. Me but too. they're gonna smoke the Ex- Dolphins. Yes, experience over 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 track team. Um, because the Dolphins went from having a nice, comfy home game in the confines of the 305. To having to go on the road to Kansas City, and I'm not underestimating the Tyreek Hill revenge factor here, hmm. but when the kickoff temperature is zero degrees, I don't know for some reason that just doesn't sit well with me for a Miami. I, I hope Snead just beats the shit out of Tyreek Hill on the line. That's that's the whole. Game. I honestly hope the Miami Dolphins beat the absolute fucking breaks off of the Kansas City Chiefs. Nah. I hope Tyreek Hill goes off for like three fifty and three touchdowns. Or four touchdowns. I don't give a shit. Five touchdowns. Doesn't matter. I hope he just single-handedly destroys the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are sitting there with a you know dick in their hands, and you know Taylor Swift and fucking Brittany Mahomes are in the booth like Boo, like like close your mouth, sweetie. You look like a trout. Uh, 
you know, like, I hope they have that look on them, trout face, and that would be great. But I really think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to beat the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, so uh, Saturday night. So I'm going to go with that. And Pittsburgh is going to get absolutely smashed by the Buffalo Bills. Not even close. They have no chance. Pittsburgh has no chance. No well, T.J. Watt. Well, Pittsburgh has a chance because Buffalo sometimes tends to shoot itself in the foot many times. Yep, but even as many times they're going to shoot. Buffalo can shoot themselves in the foot five or six times during this game. Uh, there's no way in hell Mason Rudolph goes on the road to Western New York and beats the Buffalo Bills in a playoff game. Sorry. Nothing, nothing's not without, with Josh Not Allen. without T.J. Watt. Josh Allen throwing two pick sixes would not also surprise me. Yep. And if Josh Allen throws two pick sixes, I still think the Bills win 41-14. So <laughs> okay. I just don't see it. I don't see Mason Rudolph moving the ball at all. Um, NFC, I'm going to go Cowboys over the Packers. I'm going Cowboys, absolutely. I'm I, going Rams over the Lions. I'm going tight one. I'm going Lions over, over Rams. I'm taking Lions. The Rams, I, I'm sorry, the Lions do have a Super Bowl caliber offense. They have a good overall team altogether. I just feel like Stafford's going to take advantage of that defense. I really do. And I think if you bring... It's at Detroit. You get, but you get Aaron Donald in Jared Goff's lap. We saw it with the Green Bay game. If you pressure Jared Goff, he's, he's a lost kid. And even though he might have, in my opinion, the single hottest wife in the history of the NFL... You see Jake Browning's wife? Mm-hmm. I did. And that, Jesus. The bodysuit. Yeah, I follow her. Uh, Stephanie Nice. I have no idea who the fuck that was. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram now. Uh, she's still not hotter than Christian Harper, though. No, probably not. Chris, Kristen? Christian? Kristen? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. She's, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, A plus. Um, love you, babe. Um, Passed out. Probably. So I'm going to go Rams over, over Lions, because I think if, if you can get pressure in Goff's face... He he melts, and it's not a, it's not a slight on him. It's just it's every quarterback ever. Mm-hmm. But we've seen it a couple times this year where teams and again Detroit really hasn't done anything impressive to me this year outside of beating Kansas City Week One. So I'm gonna go Rams over the Lions, and my upset of the week is gonna be Bucks over Eagles because I don't think anybody's taking that. It depends if Jalen Jalen Hurts is really hurt. If he has three broken fingers on that throwing, I hand, wasn't actually. You know what? It's funny you say that. I completely forgot about that until I just didn't. now. I didn't, and they lost AJ Brown. I I I was assuming they were healthy. No, not yeah, at all. Even healthy, I still think Philly's just they're in a spiral right now. I think Philly still wins this game, but I think it's I think it's much closer. I think an upset. I think this is the most likely game for an upset. That's all. I'm picking the upset. Yeah, I'm taking Brother Baker, the touchdown maker. I'll take Jalen to down the birds. I'll I'll, I'll say Jalen plays through it. It'd but be cool if he did. I don't I don't cool like story. I don't like Jalen coming out after every game and kind of like subtly bitching about his injuries. You know what I mean? Like everyone in the league's hurt. Offensive lineman, defensive it's the lineman, NFL, and it's week eighteen, dude. Like yeah, everybody's hurt. And he's like, and they'll ask him like, "How you feeling?" He's like, sixty-seven percent. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, come on, we know you're hurt. We know you're injured. That you don't have to milk it. Like, right? Like, and no one you cares. were so cool last year with being like team first. Let's do this. I, I'm proud of you well, guys. Yeah, because things are going great. Yeah, and then this year he's like, I don't feel good. I have he's another. Flu. He's 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 another. He's he's he's. Uh, I come from the same cloth as Patrick Mahomes is. 
I don't all like of a sudden, all of a sudden, the team faces a little bit of adversity, and now all of a sudden he's it's hurt. Like, eh. Exactly. I don't like that. Like and he's you know, he, blowing up on the sidelines, telling Josh Allen the refs are trash and everything else. It's like, dude, fuck you, bro. Like, you fucking lost, man. Honestly. Like, go hit. Maybe if you hit Kadarius Tony in the hands four or five more times, he'd catch one. Yeah, for, for real. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, another fucking clown. But, like, I don't like that shit. Like, I kind of appreciated Mac Jones had a press conference yesterday morning, and he came out and he was like, I was asked this year. He's like, a lot of things I could do better. And he goes, I didn't do better. And that's just a lot of it's on me. I was like, hey, thank you. Like, like you're not starting anymore, but I, I appreciate you telling the truth. And then they, the polar opposite, they walked down the hall and they talked to Billy Zappi. And they're like, hey, do you expect to come back next year? He goes, I expect to start next year. It's like, dude, you were not good. No, no, but that's what Stidham said, too. He's like, I think I could be the guy next year for the Broncos. And we're like, all right, dude. Like, like the. I, Calm down. That's a all, too you, crazy. all you did was prove Sean Payton's point that Russ wasn't the problem, but he also wasn't right, the answer. Right, right. That's it. So, so that that's a pretty good. The games are pretty good. Like Mon, uh, Saturday's games. I'm have, so excited though for the Manning cast on Monday night because we get Brother Baker, the touchdown maker, on Monday Night Football. Eli's and a fan of Baker. I'm. Listen, I am going to be locked in to the Manning cast on Monday night. I don't know if Peyton likes either of these guys. I don't care if Peyton likes him or not. I don't think Peyton likes either of them. I just want to hear Peyton's breakdown of it because Peyton is the GOAT. Peyton is the best to ever fucking do it. Peyton knows when the defense is lining up, he knows what the fuck they're going to do before they even know what the fuck they're going to do. Why doesn't he want to coach? It It amazes me. Because he's having too much fun watching it on TV. And coaching's hard, dude. I you know. mean you gotta but, remember, coaching's a hundred and twenty hour a week grind minimum. But he seems to enjoy at that. any level. Whether he, you're like an assistant to the assistant offensive line coach. But tell me, out of all the quarterbacks Come on, man, like think of our buddies that have worked that work for the Patriots and, and how many hours they log. Sure. Especially in the off season. Sure. That's brutal, dude. But like out of out of the out of the quarterbacks that we grew up watching in recent history, the last twenty years, which one screams out "good coach"? It's Manning. I don't want Brady coaching anybody. I think I think Brady's more of a player and he can't coach it type of guy. Manning seems very methodical. He'd be like, you have to think of it like this, and then you think about this scale, and then this guy's going to come down if you see him. T- but I think that's where I think that's where you lose guys is because Peyton Manning would coach guys to think the way that, like, he would look at it like, hey, look. This is what's going to happen. This is how they're going to do it. And he could explain it to you, but if you're not good enough to know what he's talking about, that's a whole different I mean? argument. It's like it'd be like it'd be like Aaron Senna or Max Verstappen trying to explain to you or I, like, hey, listen, man, like when you're coming through this corner, like you just got to kind of like whip the wheel and let it go, and the car will like just kind of float and glide through there. And we'd be like, "Huh?" And we'd be death gripping it, like, "No!" And we, or or we try to do what they do, and we'd wreck it. Like you just can't. Certain things you just can't coach, right? Like it's all about feel, and understanding, and knowing, and the ability to do. And you have to remember, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, John Elway, Brett Favre. Dan Marino, those guys, they, the guys can't do what they do. No matter how much they want to coach them to do what they do, they can't because they don't have the ability. It all comes down to, listen, you can have skills. Skills are something you develop over time through repetition. Mm-hmm. 
Ability is something you just your God given talent. Some guys have the ability to see a defense, process it, and throw a football where it needs to be thrown. Some guys have the ability to rip a race car at 200 miles an hour through an S curve and know how to keep that motherfucker in, in one piece. Other people don't. Some right, people can't right. even merge on a highway without mm, crashing. No. Other people can't even navigate the paid narrow bridge. No. Without crashing. Very accurate on both. So, you're welcome, Paul. Uh, you can't uh. you can't just assume that because you you can teach it, somebody else can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because Mozart was a great piano player doesn't mean he can teach somebody else to be Mozart. That That's what I get. But it seems like I understand what you're saying. I feel like Brady wouldn't be able to break it down to a guy, but Manning could. Like, Manning has the know-it-all. I think Manning could break it down to a guy, but I still think his head would be like, huh? But that's, I think, that, that, but that's you have the wrong guy then. You have to have the like, right yeah, guy. Yeah, but if his right foot was in front of his left foot, if you looked at this play and that play and you read the tape and this and that and da 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 da, so, all right, then you would know. So would, would you rather have him as an offensive coordinator and not like, Manning? A court, like a guy? I don't know if I would want Manning anywhere near coaching at all. I, Manning is an analyst, yes. But I don't think Peyton's a great coach because I think Peyton's too above. Like, the, the, what do they say, right? Like if you're an expert at something... I can explain it to you like you're five. Yes. And I'm not saying Peyton's not a great teacher, but as a coach, there's a lot more to coaching than just telling the guy how to play quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, especially if you're talking about offensive coordinator, you're like, all right, damn, like maybe it's a quarterback's coach where like his sole job is just to coach the quarterbacks and like, what'd you see? How'd you read that? What'd you read? Maybe, maybe to that level, but like he's an offensive coordinator, like, nah, man, there's a lot going on. A head coach, there's way more going on. Like you're not even you're barely thinking about the quarterback. Like you're you're leaning on your the guys that you hired to coach the quarterbacks mm-hmm. and the offense to get him figured pointed in the right direction and figured out. Your job is to figure out like, okay, it's uh four minutes and thirty seconds to go in the first half. We got two timeouts left. Uh this is the down and distance, this is what we're trying to do, like whatever. Like where are we going to call our timeouts? How are we going to call our timeouts? What's going to happen? Okay, this play happened. Can I process that? That I think Peyton would be good at. But no, as a coach, I don't know. It's tough because former players would do it the way that they would have done it on the field. And not everybody is them. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, no, just, I get it. I get it. I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that one. I just... Personally, I felt like Manning would be the guy to get into coaching. It seems like he would really enjoy it and he would, he would excel at it. Maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe he would, and he would surprise us all. You know, you know who definitely would not? Eli. Eli seems like he can't stand fucking finishing the, the game Eli he's watching. Looks, Eli's just like looks like he's just annoyed watching football. He's like, uh I love when they throw a flag in the fourth quarter and the game is like slow. Teddy Bridgewater and see, ended my run. And you can just see Eli just go, oh, my God, like they're extending this game longer. <laughs> And you can see he's just so frustrated. I love, I love, I cannot fucking wait for the Manning cast. My, I'm looking forward to that so much. I'm off Monday, so I'm looking forward to that. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so be sure to celebrate. I will be by watching the Manning cast. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Brother Baker, the touchdown maker versus Jalen. I got no fingers left hurts. You know, they, they should ban. Or, I, I, I don't like Jaylen, Monday. All my fingers hurts. <laughs> I don't like they play Monday Night Football in the playoffs. Like, I, I, I do. I like it for the wild card weekend. That's it. Because then the following weekend, it's divisional weekend. You get Saturday, Sunday, 
and then championship weekend, obviously, just Sunday. But I do like the Monday night because, you, well, the thing is, Sean, we wouldn't have had this without the expanded schedule. Yeah, I know, I know. So they had to expand it because now only one team gets the buy instead of two. So we have also hate game. that too. Don't love it. It only means that eventually there's going to be eight teams in the playoffs. Yes. At some point. Yes, and, and there's going to be two back to two half teams the conference three. will make it. Well, there's going to be 34 teams sooner or later. Uh, sooner, much sooner than later. Well, the, who was that NFL PR person from like a month or two ago? And he was just like, the plan is to expand like in the next 10 years, have like eight more teams. I was like, dude, eight teams in 10 years? That's like two teams every other year. Well, we can't field 12 quarterbacks right now. How the fuck do you expect us to field 40? Oh, because they'll, they'll br- again, college... They'll have dual quarterback systems in, in the NFL soon because you'll have guys that'll be like, we're going to play this guy first half, substitute him with this guy, bring in this guy, and it'll be trickery. It's be like baseball, like just yes. swapping out pitchers. And, and it, but that, that, never, that won't work. That that'll, really waters down the honestly, game. Honestly, no, no, that'll like kill that. the NFL. That'll kill it. They're going to kill themselves anyway. Can't wait. Mark Cuban quote. Hey, he's getting out from under the Mavs. Yeah, but you see how much he's sold it for? Well, I mean, he's a racist piece of shit, so whatever. Fuck him. Oh, the whole uh, the DEI thing? Yeah, where he's like... I read that. I was like... I was like, if somebody wants to hire purple people leaders to do their bidding, then they should be able to hire purple people leaders. It's like, okay, now replace that with literally... Just replace that with white people. But he, <laughs> but he really hurt his own point by making that statement. Yeah, he did. He thought he was making this like profound, yeah, prolific statement. Yeah, like, and it was and, a cell phone. It was one of the most. It was like incredible so cell phones. Company, but so if a company wants to hire white candidates because the white candidates are the best for them, hypothetically, I'm not saying this from fucking history or anything like that. So don't fucking cancel me. He's saying they should be allowed to do that. When literally two tweets earlier, he's like, "You need to." hire literally everyone and bring everyone in to give them a chance. Yeah, it was one of the most ridiculous cell phones I've ever seen. It was great. And, listen, and like and he didn't understand after people like explained to him like you didn't make any sense just then. He's like he's like if you don't understand my tweet, you're the problem. It's like nope. what it's like you didn't word it correctly. You worded it poorly. You made their point. Yes. And you, then you're backtracking. You should have let one of your college interns that you had working for you tweet that one out for you. And don't get me wrong. I think he's a brilliant business mind. The guy was like... I mean, listen, no one's accusing Mark Cuban. Absolutely. But I think he's getting a little is too, he like... A, is, he a ra- is he a racist piece of shit? Yep. He's getting, like... like Why do these guys get, like, super woke? Like, I don't fucking get it. Like, I, I don't get why these, like, all these Black companies Rock. do it. I don't fucking get it, man. George Soros. <laughs> he's just out whispering out names. And the show just ends suddenly, and the house loses electricity. And the house loses electricity, just like that. I get shot, and they we get the wrong guy. I'm like, oh, you piece of shit. Larry Fink. Uh, no, it, it, it is what it is, dude. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just funny to me. Testry. Because people just completely out themselves on social media every single day, and it's fantastic, and I love it. Unbelievable. But, um, all right, let's drop it there. I think that's good. Yeah, we flew. We, we talked about we it. Did. We knew we were. We did. We did. We did go on for a while. Holy shit. We're like 15 minutes over. Whatever. Whatever. Who gives a shit, bro? Fuck it. It was a good time. Good time. We, we Thank hit, you. We hit all the topics. We hit the coaching carousel, national championship game, I get game, the same fucking piece on fucking Bill Belichick, which, yeah. again, fuck you for making me defend in Patriots okay. fans. I fuck, this is why I fucking hate you. All right. I'm, I'm going to ask you I'm gonna ask you this. This time next week, they're not going to do anything with Russell yet. It's too soon for the, for the Broncos. Well, Russ is going to be a, I think he's going to be a post-June 1st designation cut. 
They'll designate them post June first. Wow. And they'll what's cut the cap hit going to be on that? I believe it's gonna be thirty-seven million. So the dead cap will be that's like after June first cut because June first yes. you get to take a little bit of that off. That's what I think taking it off is. If they cut them before that, I think it's like eighty-four. So I just ripped the ass too. So if it smells, I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, that's a rough hit. For I'd have to look first. at the exact numbers of it, but it's gonna be somewhere in the neighborhood of forty million dollars. I would look it up too. Um, all right. And then how do you feel about? I I think Russell Wilson still plays next year in the Broncos. No, nope. I, I don't think he goes anywhere. Not a chance. In my opinion, not a chance. You, you might be right, because you obviously are the, you're the Broncos fan. There, I just don't think there's any way you can salvage this relationship between him and Peyton after Peyton benched him for the final two weeks of the season mm. to, quote, look for a spark. When we all know the reason why Sean Peyton benched him was to prove that Jared Stidham could do what Russell Wilson did, and statistically... Stidham was on par with Russell Wilson, and 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 all that did to Sean, all that did for Sean Payton was prove to the ownership and the and George Patton, who I, I apparently is going to be retained as the GM, which is a, remarkable to me, that he's going to survive this Russell Wilson debacle, um, because maybe it came from higher up than him, maybe it wasn't even really, maybe it was it was the ownership call, yeah, but nonetheless, George Patton is supposedly going to be retained because Payton likes Patton. They do like each other, and they both think that they can dig themselves out of this deal. And the Penners and the, and the Waltons, whatever, they believe that it's better to just rip the Band-Aid off now, get Russ out the door, see you later, we'll, we'll take it from here. But I think what we saw with the last couple of weeks was Sean Payton proving that we don't need to pay Russell Wilson $50 million a year. If I can get the same numbers out of Jared Stidham, and listen, I think Stidham did, uh, played himself into our backup role for next year, for sure. Because God forbid, let's say we get Bo Nix, right? And Bo Nix goes down. You know, we're, we're on a run. Bo Nix goes down midseason, and, you know, we got two games against whatever, Colts and Chiefs. I don't know. We got to go one and one during that span. Mm-hmm. I trust Jared Stidham to get us the one and one in a two game span. He can win one of those games. He's all right. He's not great. No, he's not he's, a starter. He's all right. But he's a good backup. He is a good backup. I mean, he shit. Jerry Judy caught his first and only touchdown of the season. Oh, yeah. You're gonna, well, from Jared Stidham. Why the, like, when you call it, started calling someone JJ10, I'm like, who the fuck is JJ? Like, who calls this man JJ10? JJ10, baby. And, I, and I, you were like, Jerry Judy question mark, all cocky about it. And I'm like, first of all, don't fucking get cocky with me. I was like, Justin Jefferson, and you have the wrong number? I'm don't like, get penisy, kid. I was like, I don't, and then you said Jerry Judy. I'm like, yo, he's not, no, no offense. He's not popular enough to be called a nickname, no, JJ. Don't, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a nickname yet um, um, because he's not, he hasn't done shit. No. He's one touchdown this year. Question number two, this time next week, Belichick, is he gone? Is he there with a new GM? Or is he same position, same title? Keep it going. I think he will be 100% he'll be the head coach of the New England Patriots opening day. I agree. I think think there will be a restructuring of, I don't know if he'll. Rename it anything you want. Yeah, call it what you want. It'll be some like weird little thing, but Bill is still going to have. You'll get someone called vice president of senior operations. Yeah, some bullshit. Some made up fucking position. That will be there to aid Bill in the drafting of players because all the fans can think about is they're like, no, we, 
we haven't had a first-round wide receiver stick on this team in ages, as if that fucking matters at all. It doesn't, by the way, because go look at all the first-round wide receivers. I mean, ask Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase what they're doing on Sunday, and I can promise you it's not playing in the playoffs, uh, which is where you know you would expect the best wide receivers in the league to be playing uh, at this time of year, but they're not. Uh, nonetheless, and, you know, the other best ones in Tyreek Hill and – I think we named three of – I think I think we decided three of the five of them will be going home this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think, what was it, Diggs and uh, CeeDee Lamb will be the only two moving on. Well, one more popular question. Everyone had – Oh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Yes. Cooper one more Cup. popular question. Number one receiving leader this year, Tyreek Hill, 1,799 yards. Who was number two? Who number two was – was it Puka Nakua? Nope. It was close. No, he wasn't. Uh, Pukunuku was about 300 and something yards away. 1779. Um, fuck. I know this. I just looked at it. I want, it just proves a point of mind saying this guy is underrated at this point now. DK? Nope. DK wasn't even close. No, nah, no, he wasn't. DK barely broke 1,000. Hang on. Give me three seconds. One. Oh, Devontae Adams? Nope. Not even close. Another guy who barely broke 1,000. Yeah, I know. I knew that. 1,700 yards. No, I have no idea. C.D. Lamb. Oh, I just said his name, too. Fuck. He was 50 yards short of, of, of matching Tyreek Hill, who has had an MVP season. Right, but C.D. Lamb gets no love because he plays in Dallas and he plays with Dak Prescott. 1749 C.D. Lamb ended with. And Tyreek was seventeen ninety nine, and he got all the praise in the world, even though he had uh, Jalen Water on the other side of him, mm-hmm. who's also number one. And CD Lamb had nobody. Yeah, that makes no sense at all. CD Lamb is like drastically underrated. I'm not gonna lie. Like, and CD Lamb snatched his phone out of that smoking ass bitch's fucking. Hands. And then third place, Amon Saint Amon Saint Brown. Saint Brown, fifteen hundred yards. That's it. That makes sense because that I, I said that Detroit offense is a Super Bowl caliber offense. A Super Bowl caliber offense. Oh, yeah. It's their defense that leaves me a little bit sus. But uh, we'll find out, Sean. We'll find out. Oh, uh, my Belichick prediction is, yes, Belichick is back. And then some other position is created to, to aid alleviate. Him. Yeah. yeah. Because everybody gets so infatuated. You, you don't have any skill position players. Like, dude, shut the fuck up, bro. You we do we do have to stop planning for life after Belichick though. That that's a legit that, thing. That's a yes. thing that you're gonna have to start. Yes, that is a thing you're gonna have to do. Yeah. However, not get rid of him. I'm sorry. You're, I'm not, you're, you're yeah. not. And the way that New England fans want to just like unceremoniously force him out the door. Oh, the new thing. He doesn't deserve the Shula record. I'm like, since fucking when? Just despicable. It's disgusting. Again, it just makes me hate everything about you and all your fans. New England, not you, Sean. I know. I hate you. I hate your guts. I, 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 do, I hate your I really families. do. I, I, I fucking loathe New England and their fans. I mean, it was, it, was like, it was like clockwork, dude. Like, the Celtics lost the other night, and I didn't even watch the fucking game because I don't give a shit about regular season NBA. But all I had to do was go on my fucking Facebook timeline, and everybody's, every single fucking Celtics fan I know is bitching about officials. And I'm like, oh, Celtics must have lost. Go and look. Oh, yeah, they lost a tight one to the Pacers. Wow, look at that. No shit. It's like you're, you're all so fucking predictable. You're all so mundane. You're all so boring. I hate you. I fucking hate you. I hope 
all the bad things happen to all your sports teams <laughs> and nobody else's. Anyway, tune in next Tuesday night, 8.30, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Actually, 8.45. Do not tune in at 8.30. We won't be on. <laughs> Sean didn't even get here until 8.45 tonight. So, Well, I actually left later now. Well, yeah, because that was the problem. So I used to tell Sean. Like, I'm going to start telling Sean just, 8.15. No, just tell me 8.30. Yeah, 8.30. Yeah, it's 8.30 still. Yeah, 8.30 still. We're doing 8.30. And then if we're lucky, we'll be live by 8.45. Well, Paul and I will be on. Maybe. Probably. But whatever. Anyway, you did such a good job with the open tonight. I don't know how we can. You you got to be here on time now. Go go back and listen to the open. I, of course I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I, I gotta do all the editing for the show after right now. Like I this is literally. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna close the show out. We're gonna hang up, if you will, and then I am going to go into post production mode, mm-hmm. where first things first, I'm gonna downstairs make a fresh drink. I'm gonna take a piss, relieve myself, maybe play with my dog for five minutes because the poor fucking thing sitting downstairs waiting for me. Hopefully, in my not flooded basement, judging by what's going on outside my fucking window right now. Yeah, Jesus, it's a, it's, the wind is bad. And you know, I'm, and then I gotta go into post production mode. So the first thing I'm gonna have to do is listen to your open. So here's the thing, dude. If you did a good job. You're fucked because now you got to be here on time because I'm just going to kick the open right to you. Joey's like, I'm going to get a drink. You do it. Yep. That's how it's going to go. So anyway, next Tuesday night, be sure to give us a like and a follow here right on Row 1 Seat 1. Uh, on, make sure you give New Bedford Guide a like and a follow if you don't do that. Obviously, they are one of the biggest, best local uh, Facebook pages around. Tons of information always. Uh, but be sure to go over to Row 1 Seat 1. Give us a like and a follow. You can go on to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to listen to this show probably within the hour. Uh, I'll have it up, and uh, we'll be all hopefully we'll be on YouTube uh, tonight too. Uh, I'll have this up on on the, on our YouTube channel. I think I figured that one out. Okay, but um, no promises there. But nonetheless, it'll be up on uh, where you know iHeart Music, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to listen to it. Also on Mixler dot com, m i x l r dot com. Backslash Joey Dash Fats. That's where the live audio comes in without the video. So if you don't want to type your phone, you can just listen to it there. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors. <laughs> That's it. That's all of them. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, and uh, we will be back next Tuesday night for Mr. Betancourt. Plizzy couldn't be here tonight. I am Joey Fats. Y'all enjoy this storm. Have a great week. Enjoy Wildcard Weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Adios. Peace.